Hey everybody, it's Friday. Yep. Finally, here yep. we go. Have we I got a real drink instead of just that twisted tea stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is fine, yep. but you know what I mean. The sweet tea with vodka. Yeah. Made that tea today. Uh-huh. Brewed that shit long, too. It's good. Yeah. Got Why two cups of sugar per gallon. Oh, well, that's not yeah, good, probably. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. I haven't eaten hardly anything yeah, today. Yeah, that's, that's real fucking redneck fucking sweet tea. There's no <laughs> lemon in it. Yeah, I noticed. No, no lemon. Not real lemony. <laughs> Doesn't really need it. Gramthers says, uh, thank you very much, Gramthers, for the gas money. Yeah. <laughs> he was asking the question, how you like the job so far? It's all right. I've had worse yeah. jobs. Yeah. I, honestly, um... It's just this far. It's a long drive. That's yeah, I think that's kind of like the major issue is yeah. the, like the commute. And today was kind of a real clusterfuck because I was like, woohoo, it's Friday. And then I hadn't even left Daytona. <clears throat> and there was like a, um, well, it wasn't even a wreck. It was a car on fire. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know that until I got up there. But we, as we, everyone was just sitting on US 92. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's like I, you know, I couldn't see. Up. Right, I couldn't see what was going on because everybody was just stopped. And I was like, well, Jesus Christ, is it, a, is it a wreck? Is it road yeah. work? What is it? And then finally I get up there and there's like a burned out car on the side of the like smoldering car on the side of the road. And like the cops are just standing around going, whatever. So I was like, so everybody stopped to gawk at a burned car. Did you, could you even see the body? I don't even know if somebody just set it on fire or, I mean, there's, it, it must have happened a long time ago because that's all that was left was like two cop cars. It's like there was no ambulance or nothing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if somebody just like stole the car and then just left it and set it on fire. I don't know. It didn't look like there had been a body in it or wrecked or anything like that, but it didn't smell. I didn't smell pork or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, you know. Usually when a body's burning, it just smells like burning hair. Usually what it smells like. I've smelled them before. It's like, oh. Well, I was just being, away. I was just being funny. Poor so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like, I was just kind of like, I don't know. It's funny because the first thing I thought was that I just sat here on 92, not moving for 15 minutes. And then I get up there and it's like a burned car that everybody just like stopped to look at. And I was like, yep, that's Daytona. Yep. Never change. Never changed, Daytona. Okay, looks like people piling <laughs> in. We got, um, looks like a lot of the regulars are there. And it is another Friday. And we were ushering you out of the work week and into the weekend. Okay. We're taking you to the stars. We're taking you to, to see the UFOs, Bigfoot, all the damn serial killers, wherever they're hiding, paranormal Hopefully stuff. Hopefully not in here. We're talking about, we'll, we can talk about, We've taken you to to, to, to to the movies. We've taken you to, to Jenny's taking you to where the books are written, <laughs> and uh, we're just getting ready to uh, chill out for the coming weekend. Need some music in the background. That'd be nice. Fuck space music whenever I do the intro, <laughs> and then um, like I have time to like look yeah, for that I shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time to do that. You guys can put on your music in your house, and we're gonna we're gonna talk y'all to sleep. Or something. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, well, it's a little yeah. bit early to go to sleep. A little sleep. bit, a little bit early to go to sleep. It's only 7.30. Well, yeah. depending on where some you are. Some people are getting ready to go to the corner. Some, some people are in their commute. I mean, I was going to, what was I going to say? What was some I gonna people say? are already in bed. 
was I going to say? You, were, you said something and it reminded me of something. And I was like, oh, I got to I gotta say something. And then you kept talking and I forgot. See, yeah. oh, <laughs> Louis, look, looks like Louis there. Yeah, Louis in there. Louis, yeah. guess what, bro? Got package arrived today. Yeah, should we do like a Go little... Do the thing, okay, man. yeah. Fucking... We just got this today because, I, look, is... I just got home like half an hour ago. This is our so, Hernandez tribute. Louis Hernandez sent us. Look, yeah. it's a little... It's not technically unboxing because I already opened it. Yeah, but we know what it is. We know what it is. They're but yeah, look what, sent. look what he sent. Great selections. Haven't got, seen either one of them. We got... Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down. Never seen it. Yeah, I haven't wanted Never to see that, actually. But um, I'll tell you what. tell you what, uh, Louis... <clears throat> In the guns, in the gun scene on GunTube, there's a custom Colt Commando called the Gordon Carbine that has inspired a lot of fake builds based on that guy's Colt Carbine in that in that movie. And I've seen stills of it, and I've seen guys who have faked that M4 Carbine. It's a type of M4, I think. Um, but uh, now I have some context of why everybody wants that damn gun. Well, I'll see it. I liked the the damn Blood Diamond XM one seven seven. I got a reproduction of it. If you guys see that one, okay. Now the next one is. And this. the next one is Highlander. Highlander is that is that's the Highlander series or is it the first one? I'm not sure. Is there one movie in there or two? Can you uh, see? No, I can't see that. Okay. But yeah, it's nice. It's like yeah. it's a steel book. Okay, Highlander's. That's a really aw- look at that cover. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love remember that. seeing that one when I was a kid. I loved it. Yeah, it was I like this is really time. good. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't either. seen it in a long time. They had the what was his name the the the, the gherkin no what was his name <laughs> the gherkin the gher- gherkin is a damn fucking pickle yeah it is um, <laughs> the kurgan that's what it was kurgan. he was fighting the kurgan the kurgan yeah he's a pickle monster of course because my name's candy because of course you are I remember that yeah, thank you Ian thanks Ian alcohol money yeah alcohol we money. yeah we, yeah, we, we need we need some of that we need some of that yeah it's like I've Gramther says what does Tom do all day now that you're away I don't know I went riding today cooked. Um. Oh, I went to Momiji. Did you really? I went to Momiji. You I said, suck. I said, "Fuck it, man! I'm gonna get some fucking sushi." It's just up the street. You suck. Yeah, I went there for lunch. That sounds good. Yeah. See, now he made me rat on myself. <laughs> but uh, I'll uh, I'll just watch movies or you aren't uh, gonna list. tell me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was just thinking about that the other day that we hadn't been, and I was like, "Man, I missed that place." You should see it. She comes home. She. I was cooking. Uh, making, getting us some sandwiches ready. She came, she she came home late. Uh, I was checking the messages. Because a car to, fire. Yeah, I was checking the messages to see if something went wrong with the car, but it, it seemed all right. She comes in, man. She looked tired as fuck. I was like, so I guess we're not going out tonight. She's like, no. Well, I said up. Memento is tonight. Yeah, but you, you you won't be able to make it. I can just tell you didn't get any sleep. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I've we'll, been up since four. We'll go. We'll go to. We'll go tomorrow to um, mannequins or something. Or something, but uh, I mean, I feel bad because we missed the last couple mementos, yeah. but it's like it's just hard to get to. So she comes up here to get ready for the show, and I was already kind of ready. I come up here, man, and fucking see her, and she's all dolled up. You know, well, yeah, I, mean? I had to get she's ready really quick because so I was cute. running late, and I really hadn't seen her much in a couple in a couple days. You know, she's running around in this little fucking short. Wednesday Adams looking dressed with all bare legged and everything. I was getting ready to throw down, man. She had to fight me off. She's like, "Don't mess up my makeup." It's like, I yeah, it's like I'm not, I'm not doing it over again. I'm not gonna mess up my. And I, I, I tried to reason with her. It didn't work. It didn't work. Because I know how you it reason. <laughs> I never listen to what you say because it doesn't mean shit. 
All I know is how you act. Like he'll say all kind of shit, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Man. It doesn't mean anything. I'm trapped in my own personal hell. <laughs> are you really? No, you're not. What are you even talking about? Oh man, I'm just trying to get laid. That's all. Well, I was just, you know, I was like, looking look, cute, I, man. Looking look, really I cute. just got home. I know. I was cute. cranky because I was in the car for like an hour and a half. I take a picture of this and fucking post Can it. I talk? Okay, go ahead. Um, I was cranky because I was in the car for like a fucking hour and a half and I thought I was never going to get home because that stupid wreck. I was like stuck in Daytona and I was just like, Jesus Christ, it was getting dark and I can't, and my night vision's bad, so I don't really like to drive after dark. If you guys could see her from this angle. The way, Can I please talk about something okay, else? Ahead. Jesus Christ. And then like, I'm trying, and then like, we're sitting here like before the show starts and I'm trying to like I'm tell him something about like money and stuff and he's, he keeps doing that. I'm like, I'm just, I'm trying you. to talk to you. I, I'm trying. And he's not know. listening. He's not listening. And I'm on trend too. I'm fucking about 30 days into trans cycle. But it's got a grip on me. I mean, it's just it's very, it's very me. frustrating that it's like, I just feel like I can't, like I had to come home and it's like, I had to get ready for the show. It's like I had to stuff a sandwich in my face real quick. And then, you know, and I had to like change clothes. I had to like fix my makeup. I had to like put the wig on. I had to like, I had to go to the bathroom. I did like, you know, there's like millions of things I had to do. And he's just like in here, like trying to climb on me. And I'm just like, look, she can does I not please? appreciate She does not appreciate I was like, love. please, can she I can't not appreciate my love? Well, because it's always like at times when I'm trying to do something else. <laughs> that's when it's the best. That's when it's the best. man. It's just, well, that's why, because I'm getting like really something. annoyed. Cause I'm like, look, I got shit to do. It's like, it's just, why are you? It's just when it's just that spontaneous thing. It's just seeing you do your thing. You know what I mean? And I'm just like going, oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a big mouth bass sitting at the bottom of the pond, and the lure goes by. You know what I mean? They can't they just can't resist it. You're just looking you're looking fantastic, and and uh, just all the stars were aligning, and uh, you know, for me, you know, you were like, get the fuck out of here. But yeah, hey, because I, I was trying to get ready for the show. Right. It's like we, we, there's gonna be a show, all right. Never gonna be a show. I just, I don't know. I just feel like that's all you ever talk about. And it's like, I'm trying to talk to you about other shit. And it's <laughs> that's like, all I talk about. Yeah, and it's that's just all like, I talk about. Okay. And it's like, I can't. No, that's not true. Like, I'm just trying to talk to you about serious shit, and you're just like, over here, like, yeah, yeah. pawing at me and everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, um, are you listening to what I'm saying? Or? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening. <laughs> What's going on? It doesn't seem like it. Though. I was listening. Doesn't seem like it. Mm hmm. Uh, Slasher Fred said, one of these days, you should watch and review Class of 1999. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, okay. I remember it. Uh, Tom's Inglorious Bastards says, Tom, you need to make Jenny a special Valentine's dinner. Uh, he, yeah, makes, yeah. he makes special food all the time, Yeah, now. every day is a special day. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It sucks because Valentine's Day is on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, so, obviously, I'm going to be working all day. So, it's like, we're probably not going to do anything. Mm. It just blows, but, you know, whatever. You'll be back so late. Yeah, I won't be back till six. Might be able to do Momiji's. Yeah, I don't think we. We've never eaten dinner there, have we? Uh -huh. I think we've we could always do it. gone for street. lunch. I mean, well, the thing about it though is that every restaurant is always slammed. Like on Valentine's, a lot of them have you have to um, get, get a reservation. Yeah, we'll see. Might be able to do it. Maybe. I don't know. You have to check. And some of them have what a lot of restaurants do, too, because, you know, when I used to work and I used to do all the um, the ads for all the restaurants and stuff, they um, they do like a, what do they call it? Like a prefix menu or whatever. Yeah. Like they, you know, they only have so many things. I can yeah. look to see if I can make a reservation for that. Now, like I said, I don't know how expensive it is. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like maybe we shouldn't bother. I mean, you already ate at Mumiji today without me, so. You were at work. <laughs> you were at work. I couldn't bring you with me. You were at work. <laughs> I ate a, I ate a, I ate a tuna salad sandwich. Yeah. Tuna salad no. out of a pouch. No. I, I was fucking you over, man. I was cheating. I know. On, I was cheating on you with Mumiji. He's cheating on me with food. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's going out getting good food. Yeah, I was like, cheating on you with Mumiji. <laughs> well, I was, go- I was sitting there, and I was going, I was going, man, I didn't want to cook, you know? Yeah. I didn't want to cook. And uh, I said, I haven't been up to, I haven't had any, I said, I want some sushi. Well, no, 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 what I really wanted? What was that? I really wanted um, Chinese buffet. What, like Koi Wan? I wanted to go to Koi Wan, but it was yeah. too far. Yeah, Koi Wan's kind and, of far from here. Yeah, now. and I was like, man, once you add up the price of Koi Wan and the fuel and everything, I could just go to Momiji's for that. Probably yeah, be cheaper. I mean, it's much closer. Yeah, it'd probably be cheaper. So I went to Momiji's. It was our local sushi restaurant. It's good. Real good. It is really good. We've been... I got that lunch special with the three rolls. Yeah. And then, you know what I did? I Boys. spent the extra $5 and got the damn ice cream. I, was, was, I never got ice cream. It was cream two in big scoops of green tea ice cream with chocolate syrup on the Yum. top of it. With, uh, what do you Man, call it? Man, you got all the yeah. good shit. Yeah. I'm just going to I was looking at it. I was like, the price is... tonight. And then, it had, uh, <laughs> and then it had whipped cream. And I was looking at the price. They wanted like $5. That's kind of steep for a scoop of ice cream. It was two big ones. Two big scoops of ice cream. Yeah, in a okay. side In a bowl that was standing up on an angle. Neat. It came at me like a TV set. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's the green tea ice cream yeah, TV like a, Yeah, I was like watching green it's tea, green tea on, 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 on television. <laughs> what the fuck? It came at me like a TV yeah. set. Yeah. <laughs> I checked it out for you. I did a recon. Okay, thanks. That's, that's how you're going to... They had another... That's how you're going to play They had another uh, um, ice cream that was more expensive. What kind of... I, I don't know. It was... Oh, it was a secret? No, it had a funny name. I'd never uh, heard of it. I can't remember. And it looked like... The photograph next to it looked like it had a dragon fruit next to it or something. Oh, okay. So maybe it's It was flavor. reddish fruit with green and shit. I, <laughs> I never... Green, green and shit. Yeah. Uh, it looked good, but I didn't... I couldn't... Didn't recognize it. It was something foreign. Some <laughs> well, kind of foreign ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Foreign ice cream. Yeah. Gramther says, Graham is getting a vasectomy next week. Shit, what for? The urologist said I have to flush my vas deferens 20 to 25 times to get my seed fully cleaned out. Question, should I burden my wife or just shoot ropes to porn? <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Why are you doing that? Just go on test. It'll shut down on its own. Fuck. I wouldn't do that. Unless you think you're going to get some kind of cancer or something. Ian England says, uh, I've wanted to try, uh, Tom, I've wanted to try Trend so fucking bad. Everybody says it's the shit. Trend is the shit, but the first one really fucks you up. That first cycle, I was crazy on that first cycle. I was barely holding on. You were. Yeah. Um, you were all over the place. Man, I was having emotional problems, man. Uh-huh. Um, Jenny got me through it, and so did Sophie. Sophie got me through it, too. <laughs> Fucking, I'd have start having emotional problems and shit, and fucking, and, and tell Soph, you know, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I, and I don't know if I should sell, tell Jan. He goes, no, no, you can tell her that, because I didn't want to look weak, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's dumb. So I had to check with somebody else, you know. You have to be on trend to understand it. 
It's not No, but I've told you. It's not normal psychology because your progesterone's fucking going crazy. I told you. That's what I'm like all the yeah. time. So it's like I didn't really understand like why. So I had to check with her. I had to check with her. With, <laughs> I had to check with a buddy first. You know what I mean? Somebody I could, I could be vulnerable with. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to look weak in front of you. You know, it's just, no, 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 it's all right. And, you know, and then I then I go, whatever problem I was having, I tell you. I don't remember everything, though, now. Because, you know what I mean? It was mostly emotion. It wasn't a lot of fact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was imagining things. Yeah, you got, was, like, real paranoid. Yeah, about. I was imagining stuff. It, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't getting upset over anything that was real. I thought people were talking about me. Um... I thought Jenny was uh, cheating on me, but I knew I was hallucinating that. Yeah, I, it's because I'm like, who'd you think I was cheating? Yeah, on? Was I like, knew the I was dude in the closet. That. I never leave the house. It was. <laughs> see, I I done all my research. Who is it that asked that? I don't have my glasses on. Ian. Ian, yeah. Ian, you know you you listen to all the trans stories. You can go and look at fucking more plates, more dates. Old fucking Derek. He's got a whole fucking a whole section of videos of people that's mailed in their trans stories to him. And that's the common theme. They said, you better watch it, man. That'll fuck up your relationships. But there's mostly young guys, you know, <clears throat> that that have problems. So I knew that I would probably end up start thinking like that. And it took a while, but I started to. But I recognized it, you know. As long as you're aware of what it does, you're, you're not fooled by it, you know. But you still feel it. But it's 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 bullshit though. It's it's like a, it's not a justified emotion. It's just weird suspicions, get suspicious, think people are talking about you. Uh, you feel like Superman, but then you also feel inadequate at the same time. Um, which that's weird. You feel because you feel like pregnant Superman. There's a. Pregnant Superman. Pregnant Superman, yeah. I wonder if there's porn of that. Uh -huh. Yes, I just answered it's that It's weird. But um, <laughs> on this second cycle, and I'm doing more of it, okay? I'm doing 50 milligrams a day. Um, I've just built up a tolerance to it, I guess. It, I'm, um, I, I'm emotional, but it's not negative. Yeah, you don't seem to be acting mm. all that weird. Mm -mm. Not like before. Uh-uh. But the thing about it was that before, you you weren't telling me a lot of stuff, yeah. so I didn't really know what was going on until later on. In I was the getting thing. paranoid. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like I didn't, so I didn't notice much of a difference until yeah. later when you actually started talking about it because yeah. you didn't tell me anything. But I knew it was my imagination. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there's no way to describe it. But you see, that's the thing. Like I told you. I mean, I kind of feel like that all the time and have ever since I can remember. But I also don't tell anybody about it because why would I? All right. Well, um, I don't want to burden anybody else with all my emotional problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what's funny is you're having all on trend. You're having all these weird emotional issues, but there's no issue. There, there. You know what I mean? Right. There's nothing causing it. And right. that's the thing that's really fucks with you, you know. You're like, I feel this way, but there's no reason for me to feel this way. It's just emotion. Yeah. 
Well, I have that. Well, I have that like about various like anxieties and things like that. Like I'll feel anxiety about something. Then then, like the other half of my brain is being like, why are you anxious about that? Either A, you can't do anything about it or it's probably not as bad as you think. But but it doesn't matter. I still feel like that anyway. And it's like fucks me up. You know what I mean? So that's me all the time. See, Ian, if you do test, test is all about confidence and uh, uh, positive kind of energy and... um, you know, test just feels normal to a guy. Feels good. Trend. It it, it it's a nandrolone based molecule. It's kind of like test, but it's like it's evil. It's a little bit like nandrolone too, but it's kind of like it's evil twin, and it just causes your body to react by putting out a bunch of fucking progesterone, which guys don't have a lot of progesterone normally. So you just start becoming like a woman, I guess. You just not fun, is it? No, I told you, <laughs> no. It's but uh, it was just that first one, um, just that first cycle. The second cycle, it didn't seem to affect me the same way, because your system learns once it comes in contact with this stuff, it'll figure out how to process it and kind of normalize in your system. So I think what's happened is is that it it now recognizes it for what it is and it goes, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. It just does this. This is what it's for. And it puts it in the receptor and then fires off some signals uh, just for muscle growth and other stuff. And um, It makes you very lean. It starts burning a lot of fucking fat off you. I mean, you just fucking sweat constantly. Wake up, sweats at night. It just grease, greasy sweats. You just lose a lot of fat. Um, But it feels a lot better than it did. Although I don't approve of Tran. Tran's a last resort. It's very cost effective, but I don't think it's too good for you. Zach says, uh, same with me, Jenny. I hate it. Yeah, I do too, but... Who said that? Zach. Okay. It's hard to explain to somebody that doesn't feel like that, but... I don't know. I think about this a lot because I'm just kind of like, well, I hate being like that, but if I try to be another way like I wouldn't be me anymore and I don't think I would like that either (laughs) so it's like I can't really win you know what I mean I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know what my problem is I probably need therapy but I can't afford it so fuck it Tammy says uh Jenny there's a movie on freebie written by Nick Cave called The Proposition uh it's a western type stars Guy Pierce I've seen it it's actually really 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 good um Nick Cave has done I think that's the only one he's written the screenplay for, if I remember correctly. But he's scored some films, though, too. Like, he's done some westerns. I think he scored um, that other... God damn it. What was the name of that other western? The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. I think he scored that movie. And um, there was a couple other ones, too. It's like him and... um, Shit, that dude that's... That other dude that's in the, the Bad Seeds, whose name I can't remember. Oh, no, or in something. Uh, is that Lane or, I- or Ian, England? Ian. Ian, okay. Yeah, that's right, because that would be a capital L would, would be there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's Ian. a that's an alternate spelling alternate. of Ian. Yeah, I've never seen it spelled. Yeah. Well, be- there's two spellings. Some people yeah. spell it I-A-N, and some people spell it I-A-I-N. Yeah. Trey says, hey, guys, I'm at work, so I can't stay. Be cool, everyone. Oh, that's a shame. But, you know, got to make that money. Got to mm. make that money. Just like I gotta do. 
Michael says, no need to work. I offered to pay for a room. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, I don't have to work anymore? Awesome. <laughs> Someone's just going to pay me to stay home? I would like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean... I got a lot of I got a lot of freelance work I got to do this week too. So yeah. with this weekend, but that's more money. So you know, but like I said, I'm kind of like I'm gonna have to buy a new car at some point because <laughs> yeah. the car I got is like really old, and I'm really like scared that um, if you keep this job, yeah, you may not. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Like sure. I said, I I like it. It's just it's very far. You know, there are other things might come your way. Just have to see. Yeah, I'm keeping I'm keeping yeah. options open always. Yeah. <laughs> Zach says he also did the music for the Marilyn Monroe movie. Really? Oh, I'd forgotten all about that. And I was convinced it was Trent Reznor and the other guy who Fincher always works with. Well shit, now I'm really gonna have to watch that. I know I kept saying I was gonna see it and I just never got around to seeing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody asked if we were gonna review Megan. Um, I've been wanting to see that because there's like so much buzz about it, but I guess we'll have to wait for it to come on streaming because we never go to the damn movie theaters anymore. Uh, yeah, well, I, I killed my uh, EMC. Yeah, I did too because yeah. like I couldn't afford it anymore because right. we never went. Never went anyway. So, you know, it's so far. You would think there'd be one out here. I don't, I think there's a movie theater closer, but I don't yeah. think it's an AMC. Mm. I mean, there wasn't when I checked. You would think there'd be one in Mount Dora, but I don't know if there is. I mean, I didn't think so. Yeah. Zach said, also, I think a show about Marilyn Monroe would be awesome. Yeah, I did write that down. Her death, right? Well, yeah, just kind of yeah. like, there, you know. There's a Kennedy connection there. Somebody yeah, asked I mean, us to do a show about the JFK assassination, too. Yeah, that's a big subject, though. That's what I was going to say. It's like, maybe... And, and Go ahead. I was going to say that maybe... Um, now that I don't have as much time to, like, do researches for the show, so I've been trying to, like, pick some stuff for the polls that's, like, easier. You know what I mean? That's, like, not, like, super, super complicated because I won't have time to, like, get into it as much. They were going to, de they tried to declassify that stuff, and I think they reclassified it but recently, but uh, I believe it basically leaked that, yeah, they, they killed him. CIA had something to do with it, which I probably probably means that that book that I read about it it's called Mafia Kingpin I think it was called Mafia Kingpin I think was the name of the book that laid out a real compelling case I read it a long time ago I guess that was uh, 90s there was a, an Italian mobster in New Orleans his name was Carlos Marcellos and he was friends with Edwin Edwards, who was a local politician and ended up being the governor. He was friends with him because he was a, an inmate trustee that works at the mansion, and that's at the governor's mansion, and that's how he met Edwards before Edwards was the governor. Marcellus got out of prison, was still friends with um, Edwin Edwards, and they ran some rackets together with slot machines getting slot machines into local bars and they were divided the money and uh, so Marcellus and the, the guy that ended up being the governor of, of New Orleans of, uh, of uh, Louisiana they were buddies and they ran together for a long long time Marcellus met this other dude eventually who was an ex-CIA agent he was a gay guy 
that had alopecia. He said he was very bizarre to look at because he always wore a wig and he had his eyebrows painted on. And that guy, an ex-CIA guy, was running this thing called the Free Cuba Movement, working with Cuban rebels. And they were trying to retake Cuba and the mob was involved and a lot of American politicians were involved in retaking Cuba. And the Kennedys did the Bay of Pigs thing where they betrayed those Cuban rebels that the CIA was funded. Marcellus was involved in that. <clears throat> well, Bobby Kennedy ended up being the, uh, who was the, ended up being the, uh, the uh, what was it, the, the head fucking district attorney, what do they call that guy, in charge of the fucking, the federal, shit, what's that guy's name? What's the name of that time? Anyway, they were going to stamp out the mob, the Kennedys were, and Marcellus, who was part of the Italian mob, got pissed off at that. And he hooked up with that CIA guy. And then they found this other guy named Lee Harvey Oswald, who was in that Free Cuba movement. <clears throat> and to avenge the Free Cuba movement, they uh, planned that assassination. But he wasn't alone. There were other ones. That whole, that, according to that book, there was about three shooters. And the other two got away. So... When they, uh, when they caught Oswald, he said, I, I'm a patsy. He was probably telling the truth. I think he shot, and he, I think he shot, at least one of his rounds probably hit the president, but he wasn't the only one. They gave him up on purpose. He was going to be the patsy. And then a few days later, they silenced him. They sent another, another gangster named Jack Ruby, who was connected in with Marcellus and all that guys, and they killed him to silence him. And uh, then Ruby died in prison and died of cancer in prison. And he said that he got injected with cancer while he was in prison. And it was a suicide mission because he'd fallen into debt. He owned a strip club. He'd fallen into debt to the mob. They were going to kill him. And they, they, gave, they made him a deal. They said, look, if you, do, if you kill that Jack Ruby guy, we know you liked the president. If you kill Jack Ruby, you avenge the president's death. We'll... Um, we won't kill you. You can go to prison. And your, your surviving family members, we won't kill them. So that's why he did it. That's why Ruby did it. So, yeah, man. Um, and I think that's what they tried to declassify. Because uh, I kept hearing little details about that case. I think even Oliver Stone had found some of this stuff out. So I think that book was correct. About Marcellus, the ex-CIA contractor guy who was doing the free Cuba thing and the Kennedys. That's it. it had to do with that. And trying to stamp out the mob. Kennedys trying to stamp out the mob. What was, what's the name of the big district attorney on the federal level? What are they called? What's that? What's Bobby remember. Kennedy became uh, the attorney general? Attorney general. Michael said, did you guys well, they were ever... going to make him attorney general. I don't did remember. you guys ever review Heat? We did, didn't we? thought we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I think it wasn't too long ago either. It's a decent movie. It's got a couple good... I still want to do Casino as well because I remember really, really liking that and I haven't seen that in a really long time. Um, Tom's and Glorious Bastard said, I saw the new Cage Western flick. Oh, the one with Nicolas Cage in it. It's not that bad. Cage killing banditos. <laughs> Caging the fuck out. <laughs> Man, he's like, he's in every movie now. He must be like, 
how much money does he need? It's like he's in every single movie, it seems like. It seems like every time I open a new streaming service, it's like, well, there's a new Nicolas Cage movie. How does he have time? I don't really know. I don't really know. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's all the stuff about JFK. <laughs> yeah, Casino is good. Yeah, I think I saw it in the theater, and I remember really, really liking it a lot, and I've been wanting to, like, rewatch it. Um... I was laughing because when you mentioned the strip club, I was thinking that... What strip club? Jack Ruby strip club? Yeah. Okay. It reminded me that on my drive to work, I passed the famous strip club called Soft Tales. Okay. And their sign... And it's funny because I remember passing it a long time because it's been there forever. Um, I remember passing it a long time ago. And their sign still says the same thing, which is 23 pretty girls and one ugly one. And it's like, I always remembered that. And I was like, I passed it the other day, and I was like, that fucking sign still says that after all these years. Where is that? Daytona? Delta, or De or DeLand, actually. DeLand? It's in DeLand. Yeah. It must be a, a biker strip it's club. It's like a biker strip club, yeah. It's you been there. Have to go check that out. It's been there as long as I can remember. But are they probably all ugly in there, aren't they? I don't, how would I know? I've never been there. I have to go check that out. It's just. <laughs> While you're at work, I'm going to go check that out. Man, you see, he's gonna go eat sushi. He's gonna go yeah, look at strippers. Gonna, he's gonna, yeah, I'm gonna live it up, man. Must be nice. I'm While I'm out slaving away for the money, it. I'm not gonna do it. I don't care if you do. I'm it's not like, gonna whatever. Do it. Just whatever. But I just I thought it was funny because I remember that place like having that sign from a long time ago, and I just yeah. laughed because it still has it. I mean, you know, it's a funny line, so I guess they're like, why change it? <laughs> why change it? What's up, Pokey? She came up to see if she... I thought she was mad at me because I'm not home as much anymore. If you ever want to have a good time at a strip club, you got to take Jen with you. Every time fucking me and Jen went to the strip club together, we had a fucking great time. Fucking strippers love her. Strippers love me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you before, any strippers, because um, we know some, Yeah. strippers like women to come to the strip clubs because they're sick of like gross ass men being in the strip yeah. clubs all the time and having to deal with that every yeah. day. Yeah. They went up there and fucking complain to her all night. Right. So it's like, yeah. yeah, so when there's a woman there, they're like, oh, thank God. Kaylee was with us, who was our little lesbian kitty cat. And that's a little bit, that's the girl that died of cancer, poor little thing. And like, and I'm trying to hook her up with this stripper and this other, she's like one of the top strippers there. And she's like, oh no, I'm not into girls. And I'm like, oh no, no, you take this one, take this one. <laughs> and I'm fucking pushing, pushing her at her. Fucking, just fucking fight. And fucking bad. I don't know how we made it home that night. Yeah, half that damn bar, half of the fucking, half, it was a big battle of the, of the bartenders event. And half of our friends ended up fucking sleeping in the parking lot. <laughs> they, did, they slept in their cars. They slept in their cars in the parking lot. <laughs> It was like the fucking drive It was, it was a good night. They couldn't make it back. They were like, oh, man. And fucking um, <laughs> our friend Mark, who's, he's a, that motherfucker, he, he's an ancient drunk, and he, he couldn't make it back. If Mark couldn't make it back, that's the, you yeah, know. Then you, it, you know it was, there was a lot of alcohol yeah. involved. He's older than us. Yeah, and he's got a girlfriend named Laura, and they're two of the tall, skinny people. And, uh, a good looking couple and they slept in the car yeah I don't think they're together anymore are they? No, no yeah they broke up no they were together a long time but yeah I think they broke up she replaced him with a bodybuilder 
They're still talking about half, A bodybuilder half her age. Yeah, I don't remember how old she is. About 50. No, she's younger than me, isn't she? She's older than Aleta by about a year or so. And Aleta's um, 47, 46. Okay, see, I thought Laura was younger than me. No. And I'm 50. Laura's a little bit older than... Laura's Laura's a little bit older than than Aleta. And Aleta's a little bit younger than you. Okay. Or, or about the same age. Aleta, I think Aleta just turned 50. Or near there. Yeah. What's funny is that all these people we're talking about, if you were to see them, you would never know that they were 50. You know, they're more like really well-preserved late 30s and 40s. I don't know why. It's just... I told you because we stay out of the sun. Stay, uh, that's not <laughs> uh, vanity has a lot to do with it. They keep up with their appearances. Uh, Mark and Laura weren't doing any kind of performance drugs or hormones or anything. It was just... Well, Laura, I, if she's like one of those caloric restriction motherfuckers. And then she does uh, aerobics, I think. Yeah. She's just real thin. Um, probably weighs 90-something pounds. Um, and Mark didn't weigh much more than that. His, he's just skinny bones. Which I think he's too skinny, man. Especially at his age. They might have been... Are they vegetarians? Yeah, no. No. Well, I think she is. I don't think he is. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Because I thought one of them, I thought at least one of them was a vegetarian. Yeah. Didn't we? Didn't they come to that party that we had? And yeah, maybe. Well, I right. know there was a couple of vegetarians there that we, because I know we had vegetarian stuff. Alate is a vegetarian now, I think. I tried it for a while, but yeah, it's not worth it. I like meat too much. No, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a good diet. Well, and the thing about it is that. It's easier nowadays. Like, I feel like when I tried to do it, it you didn't have all these options like you yeah. have nowadays. Like, now it's much easier to be a vegetarian, but, you know, and they even have meat substitutes that are pretty oh, good. That are pretty good. Yeah, I've seen some of them, yeah. They don't, I mean, they don't taste exactly like meat, but they're okay. I mean, they're passable. I've been, we tried one of those Impossible Whoppers, didn't we? Like at Burger yeah, King. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was all right. I don't know what the what the patty tasted like by itself. Like and You but, don't know what's in it. But on the yeah. bun with all the condiments and stuff, it tasted pretty, it tasted There's pretty There's supposed funny. to be a bunch of things that equate to estrogens in there that are not really good for men. Oh, make you fat. It's just, a vegetarian diet's a lot better than a vegan diet. Vegan's really bad. Um, most people don't have the genetics for that. I mean, the best vegans in the world would be North Koreans, and they're tiny and frail. And they get smaller every generation. You're not really... Vegan is not... That's a religious choice. It doesn't have anything to do with reality. Um, fucking human beings are omnivores. They're just a, a scavenger. They'll, they ate whatever they found. Uh, you have to have some protein in there. And plant protein is not quite the same as animal protein. And the proof is in the pudding. You just look at bodybuilders. Uh, they've had guys that have tried to uh, 
do the vegan diet and go on steroids and compete with guys who are eating mostly meat and they've they've always failed you just protein synthesis happens ideally eating meat and to get it from vegetables the, you have to eat so much so much the caloric intake is so much that you're going to get fat more than you're going to build even under the influence of steroids you're going to get fat or you'll still kind of waste away underneath under the work under the stress of work the best diet in terms of protein quality it's been proven back in the 80s 70s and 80s there were there were um bodybuilders fucking ifbb pro olympia one of them was ended up in olympia just the sheer leanness the health the size and 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 being on steroids at that level is fucking totally unhealthy they're they're abusing it they're taking so much he was eat he was a pescatarian fish fish yeah. is the best protein well that's source. why they tell you like mediterranean diet is yeah. probably like the best kind because they eat a lot of fish yeah so because fish is probably like the best, the best meat it's the leanest it's lean it's it's easy to to digest there's something about the the body, the the little mitochondria and the and the, and the little cellular nuclei that you have in your body can somehow even can pro, can process that and turn it into lean muscle mass very easily. And when you start when you have, mix good genes with steroids and that diet, those dudes fucking just come out fantastic, just superhuman. The problem with fish diet or pescatarianism is the cost it's expensive that's the problem i mean beef is cheaper uh chicken's much cheaper but when you're doing what those guys were doing you have to eat a lot of it lots you know and they were eating shellfish and fucking octopus and shrimp and fish of all different kinds and that shit's fucking good for you real good and I yeah, and I feel like I can eat more fish yeah. than I can other kinds of meat without like feeling ill. You know what I mean? I can sit down. And I eat. mean, depending on how it's cooked. Like if it's fried, then yeah. I can only eat one patty, and then I'm gonna barf. But I, like, I can eat a mountain of boiled shrimp. Yeah, I can just eat boiled shrimp all day yep. long. I could probably eat my own weight in that shit. Yep. And it's like, and I don't feel sick or full yeah. or anything like that. I think I can eat probably five pounds of boiled shrimp. Probably. Yeah. And you'd just be, oh. No, maybe not five pounds. Maybe more like four. I don't know. You probably, probably eat could five eat five pounds. pounds. Probably before. could eat five pounds of that. Yeah. John Smith said, uh, vegetarian for 15 years. Meat substitutes have come uh, come on leaps and bounds. Yeah, they're a lot better. Because I remember like trying to do it like back in like the late 80s or like early 90s, and there wasn't really a lot of options. You know what I mean? That weren't terrible. Like now it's super easy like to find something. <coughs> It's best uh, if it's a mix. They said the vegan cheese is always awful. Yeah, they can't get cheese right, can they? Like, like I said, I've seen some meat. I've had some meat substitutes that are actually pretty good. They're not exactly like meat, but they're you know meat adjacent. Like they're close enough. But yeah, the cheese is just always. There's something weird about the cheese, and I don't. I don't know why they can't get veganism that quite right. is an abomination. And I say that Sophie was a was a vegan, and. I'm glad that she's become more of a... She'll, she'll eat tuna now and she'll eat a little bit of meat. Because 
that's just you're, that's not a diet that's sustainable for health. Now, vegetarianism, with if you throw in a little bit of dairy, or you know, then yeah, that's a lot better. What's better to be pescatarianism, which is you know, fish and vegetables, and you know, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like even if you're just mostly vegetarian but just eat fish, like as your yeah. main protein, then that's yeah. probably the, the oh, most yeah. ideal situation. Yeah. yeah. And, um, which I could probably do that. Although, I don't know, I would miss beef and I would miss turkey. Now, the thing is, is that veg- vegetarians can get, they're not so strict, so they can get decent protein. Yeah. Because I think that, I think a vegetarian. Will uh, will eat whey protein, and I think a vegetarian will will eat dairy. And, yeah, and you know, yeah, it's only vegans that don't eat right, dairy. Right, you eat dairy. So you know, you want to have some cottage cheese. You know, you want to have uh, some cheese. You want to have some butter. Butter's good for you. People think, oh, butter's not good. Butter's bad for you. No, that was a a black propaganda campaign to sell margarine. Okay, um, fucking butter is better for you than vegetable oil and that's all that margarine is camp guy said eggs yeah eggs I, I, I love eggs eggs you are, live on eggs you could because um yeah they're one of the most nutritionally perfect foods yeah they're low calorie high protein yeah you know low fat it's like you know there's a lot of cholesterol in them but that's it's not as big a deal as you think the problem with the vegetarian diet they've got a lot of fake vegetarian bodybuilders out there they got fake vegan bodybuilders um, but the problem with with, with uh, vegetarianism is that you're going to be restricted to being either very thin or skinny fat. It's it's you're not going to be able to get really muscular on that. It's just because to get the amount of protein you need to synthesize and that that protein into muscle is going to put your caloric intake very high. The reason why meat and fish are so good is because it's a very concentrated source of low calorie protein. A lot of protein in it and no calories in it. All right, so that's the difference. A lot of that vegetarian protein has a lot of calories and a lot of fat in it, like peanut butter. A lot of fat, you know. Well, I was going to say, I feel like nuts are a good source but you, of protein, but you can't eat. Can't eat well, now protein. it depends yeah. on. Now, peanuts are to have a higher fat content than like some other kind of nuts, and I think cashews are the highest, even though because they're the most delicious. So obviously, but I think almonds are better because there's like there's fat, but there's not as much fat as like yeah. peanuts and cashews have. A bodybuilder though needs several pounds of protein a day, and to get the several pounds of protein from peanuts is not not two pounds of peanuts. Well, I'm not it's talking like about fucking, bodybuilders. I'm yeah, just talking about, talking about the regular people. Yeah, I'm talking about the extremes levels, though. I'm saying the difference is, the difference is, is that you're going to be restricted to a normal-looking t- physique if you're kind of a lightweight physique if you're a vegetarian. Zach said, I always wonder if your ancestry determines things you like and don't like, yeah. like food, probably to an yeah. extent. Um, and I think, too, it has to do with, like, what you were exposed to as a child also. Also what you can metabolize. White people and, and African people and Hispanics can't metabolize rice at the same, the same way Asian people can. Um, they produce a lot more insulin, and they have the, they have the genes. They were, because they've been living in whole empires of rice for thousands of years. Anybody that couldn't handle rice is long weeded out of the gene pool. All right. Now you do have some 
people who are non-Asian that have proper genes to make good use of rice, but no, man, we're mostly about wheat and corn, things like that. Yeah, because that's kind of what we've. That's been what eating. we. It's our ancestors were eating. Well, yeah, and like I said, there's kind of like it's it's becoming more diffuse nowadays yeah. as people kind of like move around more than they used to. But right. you know, there's that whole thing too about how you know Europeans could like digest milk and like yeah. other cultures couldn't, couldn't because because of agriculture and like raising cows and shit yeah. like that. You can give lactose tolerance to people, but you have to start them off small. It takes a time, I think. You know, like small amounts of it. But I, I think. So I'm not sure if, if if lactose tolerance in in Western people. I don't know if it's genetic or if it's just because they raised it as children with it. It's probably genetic, though, isn't it? Because I think I mean are, it might be part, it might be a little right. bit of both. To be yeah. honest, just like most things are. I man, I don't know what I would do if I was lactose intolerant, and I know a lot of people are, but it's like I would ha- I would hate to like not be able to have cheese. Yeah. Because man, cheese is the best. <laughs> fucking love cheese but yeah i, I would be sad if i could yeah. eat well i wouldn't i would be sad if i couldn't eat a lot of things because i like yeah. pretty much everything obviously in the in the modern world now because you have mass transit and good supply lines and knowledge and the internet everybody has opportunities of eating everybody else's foods so now you're coming in contact with foods that have never been into your corner of the universe you know right but it doesn't mean you can get away with eating them in large amounts White people eating lots of rice regularly, you're going to get fat. Yes, yeah, Sly gonna, just said that. Tom's right about rice. It makes me fat. It'll make you fat. <laughs> and you're, well, it's because your insulin response, man. Fucking uh, bunch of blood sugar starts coming in. You start producing fucking insulin like crazy. And when you got a lot of insulin in your bloodstream, one of the things that it does is, is that you can't burn fat when you have real high insulin content. And then part of your body's going, man, we can't fucking break down all this sugar. Store it. So it starts storing it as fat because you just stick it in their ass for just later put it somewhere. Because <laughs> sugar, sugar, you know, sugars are actually poisons in a way. You know, the the body has a reaction, kind of a negative reaction to them. Um, but for a lot of Caucasians, rice, too much of it, kind of a strong re- insulin response to it. But you won't. But what's funny is that we can eat potatoes and not get that same response. It's just rice. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you eat enough potatoes, you get fat too. But yeah. you know what I mean. Well, and especially if it's like French fries and shit. It's not but, that same response. But yeah, it it's not as severe. Yeah, which is good because I fucking love potatoes. Also, yeah. now, I don't know about Mesoamericans. My Mexican brothers can tell me if uh, if if they gain get fat on rice because rice is not native to 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 Central and South America. That's imported in there. Those are corn people. Empires built upon corn. Yeah. Which is nothing more than a selectively bred big piece of wheat. If you breed wheat to be big enough, eventually it just becomes a ear of corn. Well, it's a, it's yeah. technically a different plant. It's called teosinte. But it looks like wheat to me. And it does kind of. I think it might be slightly in the same family, but yeah. it's not exactly the, the same. Now, when you see pictures of Mayan and Mesoamerican artwork from back in the day, 1500s, 1400s they're showing the right the the corn and it's little it's like a baby corn almost yeah it's not big it's a little corn so it's not the, not today's monsanto corn that they're you know it's not 
Well, it's even before modern. Monsanto got involved, there yeah. was all kind of like just farmers doing like breeding for like bigger, yeah. just like everything was. That's why I was, th- I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day because, I- oh, I know why, because I was watching a video about um, uh, Kirk Cameron and you know how he hung out with that crazy like creationist dude, like Ray Comfort. Yeah. And one of their big things was creationism is true because the banana yeah, yeah. is perfectly <laughs> yeah. like it, it's it ha- it fits perfectly in the human hand and, and it, it's, it's like got its and it's got its own wrapper and it like keeps it fresh and it's really nutritious and everything i'm like you guys know that we made those yeah. right it's like natural bananas didn't look no. like that genetically at all engineered. like they're genetically engineered <laughs> yeah. by humans yeah to, to serve to serve man yeah <laughs> to serve mankind. and same thing with corn yeah it's like corn. that's not wild corn like doesn't the original like plant doesn't look like that look there's that Pookie, where that you was been? farmers doing that like Pookie, over the years Pookie was behind the curtain that's where she's been oh you sneaky little she was sleep I, she, I came home last night and usually like i'll see her like when i come home you know what i mean and i was just kind of like Where's Pookie? It's like, I haven't seen her since I got home. I was like, is she mad at me? Because I'm not here, like, to give her brushy all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's like, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so we went all around this fucking house going, where's Pookie? Like, we couldn't find her. It was like, did she get out somehow? Is she, yeah. like, locked in a closet? You know, we couldn't find her anywhere. And then finally, Tom's like, he calls him. He's like, I found her. She was, like, behind. Where was she? She was, like, downstairs tucked- between the sliding glass door and the shades. Yeah, she was like tucked in there, like, and she was just looking at me. I had the flashlight, and she heard us calling, yeah. and she was just I like had the hey, flashlight hey, and everything. And motherfucker looking in, for me. I'm gonna she, stay in and here. I saw the gleam of those lights a little bit, and I went down there and looked, and, and she's looking like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've been calling you, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I didn't want to come out. I'm mad at you. <laughs> You're funny. She does that. She does that too. If she knows we're going somewhere, like if we're going out to the club or something, and usually I like to check and make sure, you know, where she is, like before we leave, because it's like you know I don't want her to be like, like I said, like locked in a closet or something like that, because she runs in the closet sometimes without me looking, and so I always try to find her like before we leave, and so she knows we're leaving because like we're dressed up and stuff, and she will deliberately hide because I think, I think she thinks that if she hides we won't leave. <laughs> Maybe. Either that or she's just mad and that's how she's, like, lashing out. Mm -hmm. What you doing, stinky butt? Her butt's not stinky anymore. It's all all cleared up. (laughs) Yeah, Sly, yeah. Your little problem all cleared up, Pokey. Sly Sly said that that rice made him fat, yeah. It'll put a lot of weight on me, too. I love it, though. I love rice. It's just... It's, uh, I'm more of a noodle girl. I like rice, but it's not—it's not my first choice. I'm more of a noodle and potato man, person. I get fat on noodles too. Well, yeah, I know I would. I don't eat yeah. them that much, but I'm just saying that if you gave me a choice, it's like here's this delicious uh, goulash or whatever. Yeah. Would you like it on rice, noodles, or potatoes? Rice would always be my last pick. Yeah. You know, I think it was because when I was younger. Like, every now and then we, we'd have rice, and it was always minute rice. Yeah. And we would almost always have rice with Salisbury steak. So it's like, uh, I always, re- like, associate it with that. I don't know why. We're talking about food. <laughs> and we're saying that eggs were a superfood. I'm going to mention it again. I, I got to get back into it and do some more research. Got the garden out in the back. It froze over, but it's going to come back. Most of it's going to come back. 
Uh, there's a couple things I'm going to lose. Yeah, it freezes in Florida too sometimes. Yeah. Not and, that often. But and sometimes. I lost one banana tree. Oh, it died? One of them did. One out of the two. Didn't did you tell me died. that? And, um, but it, it should be okay. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say is the, um, the housing authority here, I got oh, 0.9 acres. And if it if only had if it was one acre I shoot here I could shoot out here, <laughs> they they shoot here anyway. But yeah, I hear it all the time. And the other thing is is that they won't allow chickens. I mean, eggs are getting to be where they're like almost three something a dozen here, and that's a lot of money for Florida. I heard they're getting to be fucking outrageously expensive in places like California, like fucking six to eight dollars a dozen. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> so I had this idea: they won't let us have chickens. You could get a pretty bird cage, one that'll cover up a wall, and you could put quail in there. And uh, quail lay a lot of these little bitty eggs. And they, they don't make any noise, and they're clean little birds. And they're kind of pretty. And evidently, you can let them out every day, and they'll fly away. And then they'll all come back at night. Like pigeons. And I don't know if it's true, but I think it is true. And then they'll lay the eggs and everything. And as long as you're... Not killing them, do you know what I mean? But but you're just stealing the eggs, and you're feeding them that they'll that they'll produce eggs forever. And you could let their population grow a little bit. And if some of them got old, you could take them one by one and chop their heads off and eat them. Quail's pretty good. Yeah, I've had quail before. And it wouldn't be like having nasty ass chickens because I've I've fucking taken care of chicken coops before, man. That fuck those. Stinky ass chicken coops, and they got chickens running around everywhere. Which you know, this place isn't big enough for that anyway. No, we don't have enough room. For and chicken. the chickens think that they're fucking your friend, and they want to come in the house. Then they want to get up on top of all the damn park benches or the benches that you have out in the fucking backyard. Well, yeah, they want to. They want to be. They want to play too. Yeah, they want. Hey, let us in the house, man. Come on. You're giving feet. Let us in. You know, so it's just. It's like you guys got a nice air conditioned shit in there. It's like yeah. we're you know we're just sleeping out here in this stinky yeah. ass fucking cage. They start thinking they're pets. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't blame them. They're not stupid, you know. But I gotta go back and look at it. I think they said if you had five of them. Three or four people, they, they made enough eggs eventually that three or four people could live off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they lay, I think they lay an egg every other day, something like that. So you yeah. get like a dozen eggs, but or more than a dozen eggs in fucking six days. Now, quail eggs are slightly smaller they're small. than chicken yeah, eggs. They're smaller, yeah. you, but you can still use them. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean. You could just make an omelet or something. Yeah. You just need more. You just need more of them. Of them. You need more of them. That's fine. But I'd have a whole bunch of them. I'd probably have about 10 of them and let them go. And see if they came back. Well, don't pay a lot for them because then the first <laughs> no, day you're cheap. like, oh, be free. And then they'll just go, yeah. well, they didn't come back. We I think they're cheap. I think they're cheap. <laughs> they, got, they got all these farm places around here. I'm sure that well, you like can you said, order. Well, like you said, we're gonna go like investigate. Yeah, like, some I gotta investigate it. I gotta investigate more about it. But evidently, they're quiet. They don't make a lot of noise. They don't and, make that weird like. Yeah, kind of but noise. they're not in this screeching and fucking crowing in the morning, and you know, and calling, and, and they uh, they're pretty quiet like pigeons, you know. Yeah. And they would just come in to sleep, and then in the daytime, let them out. And when they come back in, you feed them. What would they do all day? They fly around and eat, and, and they do it in a, like a little um, school, 
or a flock. And they come back. A quiver they come back, of quail. They come back to where they've been, where where they've been, where you've been feeding them. <laughs> I might be able to put that cage on the on the back porch. They'd be outside. And I'll, oh, the I'll, kitties would love that. And that's t- and that's technically not breaking the 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 the, the housing fucking commission's rules because that it's not chickens it's it's <laughs> yeah i'm sure they were gonna be it's not chickens it's quail that. there's not chickens it's not though chickens. see yeah it's quail yeah it's not chickens. it'd be like having pigeons and you're letting them go see i wonder if they'd be mad if you like had pigeons there's no rule against it but they don't make any eggs or big enough eggs i guess no i'm just saying like just you know hypothetically mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, he had all kinds of pigeons. It's like they didn't say that pigeons. I couldn't keep pet bears either. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're going to let me. <laughs> or like, you know, a bobcat. <laughs> you could keep a bear. This place, you could keep a bear. They probably wouldn't know you had it. As long as well, because there's bears walking around there's here. There's bears anyway. around Yeah. Just. What about. The um, thing is, is hand-raised bears don't like to go anywhere. It would just hang out on the back porch and fucking walk Aww. up to people and ask for food and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody would fucking shoot go, it. Go in the neighbor's refrigerators yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> You'd have to have a fucking collar on it or people would shoot it. And then if they had a collar on it, somebody would call the fucking gang control and they'd go, who's got a fucking pet bear? And they'd look for you. They'd just wait for that bear. <laughs> scare that bear and it would All run right, home. And they'd go, that motherfucker are... right there has got a bear. And you'd be in deep shit. <laughs> Probably yeah. find you and take the bear. And then they'd euthanize bear. the bear, the fucking assholes. They did. They they would euthanize that bear. I Fuck, know. I do not. I, I'm not a big fan of the way fucking uh, animal control deals with shit. They fucking killed all of, a whole bunch of the bears at the old place that we lived over a fucking over, over a misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. I was upset about that. Yeah. Killed a bunch of bears. And those bears were friendly. And they said, "Well, that's why we have to kill them. They're getting too friendly with the people." I'm like, well, man, these are it, fucking trash pandas, man. But all they do is fucking, you know, they're, they're big, overgrown fucking raccoon. Is all it is. Well, what makes me mad about the whole thing is that they're like, okay, well, all these people want to buy these big, fancy fucking half-million-dollar houses in, you know, kind of rural areas. On the outskirts, yeah. On the outskirts of the town. And then they move to the house like, ooh, look at all the foliage and all the woods and everything. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, animals. I'm like, yeah. duh, this is where they lived yeah. before... And then they get mad, and they're like, oh, my God, there's bears going through my trash. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the bears lived here before yeah. you did. You and wanted then, to live in the fucking woods, and right? And this is how fucking convoluted their thinking is. They'd move out here from New York, call animal control, tell them to kill the bear, and then they'd want to do some shit like ban hunting. What the fuck? You just had them kill a fucking bear, and you and you don't fucking, but, but, but hunting is bad. You know, fucking just, they're just stupid. What happened? Bef- what they're happened? Fucking settlers. They're fucking. They're, they've come here to settle shit, like on the great frontier. They think that they're on the frontier, and what do they, what do they do when they settle the frontier? They fucking burn the whole fucking place down, change it, and fucking put tarmac and fucking asphalt all over it, and fucking say it's now civilized. Well, I'm just saying that if you want to live in in the country, nature, in the country, then, then you have to be out there with the animals. Then. Animals yeah. also live in the country. Yeah. I mean, I've, that's kind of part of the experience. You right. just kind of have to deal with that's why it. why you moved out here? Right. So, well, the thing that happened before, like when we lived in Sanford, where there was the animal control killed all those bears, it was because, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what happened, but like a bear 
the bear was trying to get into the refrigerator in the garage, right? No. What happened was, is somebody, it was, a, it was a woman from India. She opened her garage door and left, left the garage door open. In the garage, next to the car up in the back, was the garbage can. The bear walked into the garage, <clears throat> went down the side of the car to where the garbage can was and was looking into the garbage. Okay. Ooh, what you got in here? She came out of the house, opened the door, walked into the, walked into the garage, and when she did that, she trapped the bear in between the car and the garbage can. And the bear tried to run and get out of get out of the garage, but the only way out of the garage was through her. <clears throat> so it ran up to her and grabbed her um, by I, I think by the ankle and drug her a little bit and then drug her out of the way and then let go and ran away. That's yeah, it did. didn't like kill her or no. nothing. It was just kind of like, "Hey, move, gonna yeah, get out of here!" Her by and then ran off. <laughs> And then she called the she called the cops, and hysterical, and uh, then they killed like fucking twelve bears. I thought it was seven, but yeah, yeah it, was it was a, a shit lot. Ton it was them. a lot. That was like not all our local... neighborhood, but it was one like a, about a mile up the road. Yeah, all the local bears vanished after that happened. They all fucking died. Yeah, and I used to see them. I used to see them all the time. Had to have them come look at me and shit. They'd be waiting. We came home from the club. They'd had one of them sitting out there like a man in our fucking driveway. And I came up on him. He rolled over. Oh, fuck, man. You're making <laughs> he walked away. He's like, man, I was all confident. Yeah, he was big, too. If he were to stand up, he'd probably be eight feet tall. Yeah, he was a big one. Big. Um, now, if you look at the statistics, most people who are killed by bears are killed by black bears. I like that. But that's just because there are so many of them. There are so many black bears. They're just fucking common. Um, they're, they're not an aggressive bear, as far as bears go. They'll run away before they'll attack. Um, you can even grab a black bear cub in front of the mama and walk off with it, I mean, and she I, won't attack you. I she'll mean, just, I wouldn't advise she'll, it, she'll, but... No, they won't <laughs> attack because the fucking animal control does it all the time. They'll grab a fucking... They'll grab the they'll grab two fucking cubs and walk off like that, and, and the mama will just follow. And that's how Ted, they control them. Where are you taking my kids? Yeah, you know, where, 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 <laughs> put them down, put them where, down. Where are we going? And and they'll take her to the truck. They go to the truck, climb up in a truck, and she'll get in the truck with them, and she'll put the they'll put the babies down, and then leave, and then just shut the truck, and they're and then they'll relocate. <laughs> they're not very aggressive. Now, they do a lot of signaling, stamping the ground, growling, and making noises. That's because they're pussies. They very rarely comes to blows. They do a lot of warning, a lot of growling, but it's all bullshit. A brown bear or a grizzly, there's very little warning. If they want you, they just strike without any signal and just bite you to death. They're huge. They're much bigger. A lot more aggressive. But, um, but there are... But black bears and all bears are complicated creatures. They have personalities and histories. They know when humans have shot bears that they know. They know that you know some bears go, "Hey, man, these these humans are bad," and they've had black bears that just were just hell bent on killing people. I mean, you can't blame them, really. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a full grown, usually full grown males. 
do it. And usually ones that have been hit by a car or um, hurt by people um, or that they've seen other bears get shot. They're smart. They're like a dog, but they have the intelligence of a fucking, of a chimp. They're, you can see people in, in videos, guys interacting with them, and you can read their body language, and you can empathize with what the bear's feeling, and they're very communicative, you know, and uh, real social. You know exactly what the bear is feeling, you know, um, and they're they're pretty advanced. You can throw a ball to them, and they'll throw the ball back, and you throw them ball back and forth. They, it's bizarre. You wouldn't think that a bear would do that, but no, you can play ball with a bear. Pretty intelligent. They can open a car door. They can open a fucking door to a house. Yeah. 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 They figure it out. Yep. I've seen them get in cars. I've they seen them open refrigerators. Fucking... I've seen them open. They're turning the knob and pushing yeah. the door. They're, yeah, they're not dumb. Not dumb at all. <laughs> and I've seen videos of people go, "Look at this! Look, look!" And he's got the phone and, and and he looks in his kitchen and there's a bear standing in, laying on the <laughs> ground in front of the fucking in front of the. the <laughs> in front of the refrigerator and all the food like, poured on him what, what on you him. guys got in here and, he's, and, <laughs> and all the food's on him and he's eating and he says you're in my house and he goes I don't know this bear I don't know this bear what are you doing in my house and the bear just looks man man the food's fucking great come get Thank some you. of this come you on in help? man we share we share bear's not scared at all and we're having a good time man let's party yeah, food. I mean, the bear is just like thinking yeah. it's like a fucking all-you-can-eat buffet. Well, ha- <laughs> he's happy, so everybody else must be happy. Sure. You know? Look at this. Look what I found. That'd be kind I of... found. Look what I found in your house. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of rad if yeah. you came down and saw just a bear, like, looking in your fridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the video I saw, he was laid up like that and had his feet up in the air, and he had fucking buckets of shit in his hands, and fucking he's eating. And it's just everywhere. <laughs> Fucking because their doors open. They don't have very good table manners. No. <laughs> and he was happy. You could tell. You know, he's, he's pointing the phone at me, he's smiling. Look, man, look. Come get some. Come it's help like, me man, with this. You, you guys have such good leftovers. Yeah, there's plenty for everybody. Plenty for everybody. Got some nice cold KFC yeah. in here. Some cold pizza. Because yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, you know. Oh. Animals uh, do smile. You know, it just doesn't look the same. But he's smiling. And, Wow. Look at this. It's free. <laughs> it's just laying right, right here. Want some? There's plenty. Come get some of this. Oh, my God. They're funny. <laughs> yeah. There's a real famous clip of the Russian dudes working out shirtless in the fucking ice and shit. And next to him is the bear jumping up and down, fucking helping him work out. He's working out, too. Did you see that one? I think I know what you're talking about. The bear's jumping up and down on a log with his, and, and moving the log. And the other he's guy's like, doing I am also doing, doing a workout. Yeah, he's working out with it. <laughs> it's freaking funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah, black bears, like I said, are not... We've talked about this before, but they're they're not as aggressive as grizzly bears. I wouldn't fuck with grizzly bears, but... The, actually, the new... I've been watching the new season of Alone on Netflix... And they stuck those poor people, like, up in, I think it's in Canada somewhere. And that place is fucking grizzly central, man. It's yeah. like every every single one of the contestants has seen at least one grizzly yeah. so far. 
And so, one of them saw a mountain lion too, but like they've all seen grizzlies, and the grizzlies have been like around their camp, and they're having to put the meat way up in a tree and all that other kind of shit. Well, that you know that guy who got eaten by the grizzly, he'd he'd walk up and meet grizz, you know, until he ran into a bad grizz, and he knew which grizz was going to kill him. What, what do you say, brother? Thank you, Jeffy Art. Okay. Hey, everyone, just walked into Tom talking about bears and food while I just got back hanging out and okay. eating with my bear friends. The universe must be sending me okay. signs. All right. <laughs> Then he put like a little pride flag in a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send y'all some razors for a gift. <laughs> Shave that shit down. No, it's man, because then they wouldn't be bears anymore. Yeah. Then they would be, um, I they don't know, sphinx cats. I don't know. <laughs> Lose some weight and they become otters. Oh my god! I saw a photograph the other day of somebody taking picture. You know the sphinx cats? It's hairless. Yeah. Except usually they're real sleek. Yeah. This one was like chubby though. Yeah. I never saw a chubby mm. Sphinx cat before, but it was, uh, I mean, it's probably not good for its health, but it was awfully cute. Like <laughs> the little fat Sphinx cat. I, now, like Jenny says she wouldn't fuck with Grizz. I wouldn't really f- willingly fuck with Grizz either. But, you know, going up to Sequoia and Redwood National Forest and, grow, you know, par- uh, went up there many times when I was a kid, you know, with my Aunt Lois, there was Grizz and. Uh, I think I think it was brown bears. I don't know if they were grizzly, but they were brown bears. I think grizz were up there too. The problem is, is that you can't show any fear around those bears. If you show fear, then you must be food. So that's the, the, the that's the that's the problem. You see some shit like that, you can't run from it. <laughs> now, the best advice I always heard is to just look at the bear. And sit down and t- sit down on the ground with your feet splayed out, because that's the way a bear sits, and kind of t- put your back to him, and and then just pretend like you're eating stuff off the ground, because that's how bear. That's bear body language for. Um, I'm not any threat to you. I don't. I'm not. I don't eat bear. You know, I eat stuff off the ground. I, I got and, my own shit going. Yeah, on but over I'm here. not really scared of you. I got my back to you. You know. And uh, evidently that works. And they'll kind of ignore you too, evidently, once you do that. It's like, oh, all right. It's a man, but he's like a bear, and he's like a pig. It's a man-bear-pig. On the Alone show, um, the one guy, this was the most hilarious one. The one guy, who I can't remember any of their names, but the one guy built, the one that built the boat, And he was, like, really excited because it was kind of a warm day. And he took all his clothes off and he was, like, swimming around in the lake. So as soon as he got out the lake and he's all naked and wet and everything like that. And then, like, a grizzly comes, like, around, like, toward him. And it was, like, coming around the side of the thing. And he was just, he kept, like, yelling at it. Like, hey, bear, hey, bear. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get it to fucking. And it was just, like, not. Didn't interact, huh? It well, it just kept coming toward him like I'm gonna see what's going. on. He's like, oh shit, I don't think this is like good because he looked like he was gonna come investigate, like see yeah. if he could, like eat him. And then finally, he kept like yelling and like trying to stuff. But he had like a um, I guess they gave them like a what do they call that thing? Like a bear banger thing? Like yeah. it just makes like a loud noise. And he did that a few times, and the bear was just like, I don't give a fuck. And yeah. he, like, he didn't even flinch or anything. But then after a while, like, he did it one time, and then the bear was like, oh, okay, fine. And then, like, th- th- he wandered off. Yeah. But was, the dude was funny because he's like, 
He was scared, but he was just like, man, of all the times for a fucking bear, he's like, I'm standing here fucking naked and soaking wet, and then, like, yeah. a fucking grizzly is, like, walking up wanting to do shit, so. Yeah, evidently, grizz and brown bear and big bear, like, Kodiak and shit, they will test you. They'll walk up to you, and then they'll pass you, and as they pass, they'll lean up against you and push. <laughs> and if you allow yourself to be pushed, they've just achieved dominance. And they might go back and eat you. So, uh, according to the dudes that fucking about there living with them, when they push you, you fucking push back. Lean back like that, that it's not for free. All right, that, and evidently they'll get a little bit more respect out of you, that, because a bear evidently push one another with their shoulder. Just like an they're asshole at the bar, like yeah, when going to the bathroom and like, he's yeah. like, I don't like that guy. Yeah, they're trying to <laughs> test if they can fucking throw their weight around a little bit on you. I don't know. I still wouldn't fuck with him though. Well, you won't have a choice. You know what I mean? That's, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't fuck I, with them either. I do because I'm not but, going to a part uh, of the world where uh, they if are. If you're out there, if you're in places where they are, you, they're going to put you well, in a position. Well, what did I just say? I just said I'm not going to go out. I'm saying if you were out there. You might. I mean, sure, it could happen, like some circumstance that I'm not planning on. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could always happen, but I'm not planning on going out anywhere. And the thing about Grizzly Man was that, I mean, he had lived with those bears for a really long time, and it wasn't one of his bears that killed him. It was one of the cranky bears that he was. I mean, so it was a sick bear, and he kind of he seemed to know that that's how he was gonna die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is fucked up. It doesn't, yeah. like, make it good. And especially, like, I've heard the audio is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Of him getting killed. Because, yeah, they were making, like, Werner Herzog was making that uh, documentary about it. Yeah. Which, I've seen, I've watched parts of it, but I was like, I don't know if I want to watch the whole thing or not. Even though I'm pretty sure they don't, sh- they don't play all of the audio in that. I know the director listened to it. I know Werner Herzog listened to it, and he said, yeah, that was the most fucked up thing I ever heard. But, um, because his girlfriend got eaten, too. Yeah. And that was like the shitty thing because she didn't even want to go up. Well, she said, I don't, I don't really think you should go out because she, she was like getting worried about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, one of those bears is going to fucking eat you. And it's like, yep. Sly, and it ate her too. Sly asked me if I've ever eaten quail. Yeah, I've eaten quail. It's good. It's kind of like, uh, kind of like Cornish hand to me a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, I've had it once and that's yeah, what it reminded it's me of. It's a little, of. like a little bitty Cornish hand. Mm, it's Cornish mostly hand. dark meat. Um, well, no, I guess it isn't mostly. It does have a breast, and I don't I think yeah. that. But it's like dark meat, and it's like juicy and tender. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, kind of like Cornish hen. I guess that's the best way to. But a you bit remember small. we got those we got those Cornish hens at Sam's, right? Yeah, they were good. Like how many of them were in a pack? Like four. I think it was four in a pack, yeah. and it was what twenty bucks or back no. in the day. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't 20. that much. It was I don't like think it was 20 bucks. I think they were more maybe like it was fifteen. Fifteen. Bucks. Yeah, I think it was. 15. I think it was fourteen ninety nine. And it was like four Cornish hens, and I remember those were like really good. Yeah. Like we cooked those up real good. That was a while back. Yeah, I forgot how I did those though. Yeah, wasn't how it, did you do those? Wasn't it kind of like a like a sweet and sour or something? Some kind I of thought blaze? you just did them regular. Maybe I did. Oh no, no, what I did. I used that damn poultry seasoning on there, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember. I yeah. thought you put, like, maybe thyme or rosemary or uh, something like that. I, I but... think I used that uh, poultry seasoning that came out of that... Sh- came out of that shaker. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, was, uh, it had, had the yellow label on it. I think I'm out of that now. It was just poultry seasoning. Something you put on chicken. Well, yeah. That's all. 
It was good, though. Yeah, I remember those being really good. Yeah. You should get those again when... I don't know how much they are now. I'd have to look. Yeah, Oscar said Did the... you, notice, o- you notice that I'd been doing um, Sam's a little bit different? No. For the same amount, I can have all the dry goods delivered. And it's better It's better um, selection online. Because I have the Sam's Plus card. Oh, so I, I, oh yeah, you deliver- I don't have to drive down there. They only have to drive down there for the, uh, for for the meat, fresh stuff. meat and dairy. Well, I told you, I mean, shit, I I started doing Amazon, um, Amazon Prime, because I have Amazon Prime, and it's like, I started doing that, like, subscription for shit that I use all the time, usually, like, you know, toilet paper, shampoo, toothpaste, razors, shit like that, that I'm always going to use, and I just have them send me, like, X amount, and I have it for Pookie's uh, treats, too, like, her treats and her food, so, um, and her little meat sticks. So they just send me, like, so many of it, like, every three weeks or every six months or however long. But the thing about it was that when I first started doing the subscription, I had them sending me shampoo and conditioner. And I guess I clearly overestimated, like, how much shampoo and conditioner I use because um, they were sending shampoo and conditioner, like, a box of four of each thing. That worked out, though, because we were stockpiling. I still have a fuck ton. I and it's go, like you don't use it anymore because you don't have any hair. Wait, what I do is I'll use it. I'll put it in my damn um, hand cleaner. Yeah. Thing. I mean, so any, anybody needs shampoo or conditioner? I, do, I have a fuck ton. I do use it though when I do like my color touch ups on the beard oh, okay. and shit like that. When I shave, I'm just gonna say and, and, and I'm, never gonna, thing, I'm never. I use. Learn that I use. I still use that shampoo because I have to put it on my head to fucking shave in the shower. Okay, that's. So true. I still use. it. I thought you just used like shower no, I put gel a little bit in there. You gotta have got to have some kind of lubricant on there to shave shower gel that's another thing i had a fuck yeah. ton of i have i have a fuck ton it's mostly conditioner and shampoo i have so much fucking conditioner i'm like yeah. how do, i was looking in there the other day because it's in my closet in my bathroom I'm like how do i get so much fucking conditioner there's it was like worth fuck, it though there's like fucking yeah. 40 bottles of it in fucking there apocalypse can happen it would be clean as shit up I got like six things of toothpaste. I got like six, I like got like eight things of yeah. deodorant. Yeah, she would switch it. She was like, "It's gonna be toothpaste now." So then we got Armour Hammer toothpaste. <laughs> this whole stockpile of that. Although I did notice this morning that I was on my last pack of toilet paper, so yeah. I probably should get another case of that. Well, because every now and like Amazon like reminds me, it's like, "Oh, isn't it about time to like buy that?" I was like, "Oh, probably not." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess it is." Amazon yeah. knows. Say, Sly, did you ever get on HRT? You were talking about getting on HRT. Uh, I know that that shit's expensive. That ends up fucking being like fucking seven hundred dollars for your first visit, and then two hundred a month. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do a little plug right here on the show to you men. I found a really good online site called Steroidify.com. Go on there and just open up a damn account and fucking fill out the things and learn the instruction. You can pay with Zelle. You can pay with Western Online Western Union. You can pay with crypto, and they got everything you need right there. The test, HCG, and all the videos, you can learn how to do it yourself. And you can get a two-month supply of damn test for $120. Steroidify.com. Not a, not a sponsor of Not a show. sponsor. I'm a customer. Yeah, One of these days we need you can some get fucking anything sponsors, there. man. Yeah. I was noticing, I, well, I was thinking about that the other day because I was like, well, I noticed that. And this, they do the UK too, Steroidify. So I got UK listeners, they do the UK. Yeah, go ahead. I noticed that the same companies sponsor 
most of the other videos that I watch. You know what I mean? Isn't that interesting? Who, so, who does it? I'm just saying that m- most of the Who's videos that? I watch in particular, yeah. listen to what I'm saying. Most of the videos that I watch in particular, no, I'm just saying, what, <laughs> what, 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 what? She fucks with me. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I can't I help drunk, it. She becomes the alpha. She starts fucking dominating and shit. The bartender has to come and save me and shit. I'll be like, huh, what? That's just, it's okay, Tom. It's okay, Tom. I got your back, Tom. She'll be out there fighting. I'm like, I don't know where I am. Well, you know. She's being mean to me. It's <laughs> right? I know. It's yeah. so fun. Tammy said, Shudder should definitely sponsor you too. I know, right? Although the thing about it, I haven't watched a lot of shit. I did watch Skinamarink on Shudder, so I have been watching it. But it's like I used to watch shit on there like um, every week, but I just haven't had a chance to. I still have it, you know, and it's like I still tell everybody to get it because it's really good. But you know, yeah, I have seen um, Jade the Libra. She had Shudder do a couple of hers. But what I was gonna say was that most of the videos that I watch, like I said, kind of the big, more horror Halloweeny kind of themed things, like. Uh, you know, Jade the Libra or Ryan Hollinger or people like that, they usually have the same, or um, Nick DeRamio, they usually have the same uh, companies like sponsoring them. One of the big ones that's sponsoring them is Scentbird, which is like a perfume subscription service. Like it's, you pay so much a month and they send you, tell them what kind you like and they send you like a thing. And I think like there's also a wine subscription service, like like earbuds, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. There's like shoes, but I've seen a couple of them that were sponsored by Shutter, but not a lot. I don't know if Shutter is sponsoring as many videos as they were anymore. I mean, I hope they're still doing good because I really like. They they seem to have like been adding a lot of really good shit lately. I the one thing I've always liked about Shutter is that every time they add new shit, because they add new shit like every week, they always seem to take care to add really new stuff and then like some older stuff that's like you know classics but then they also have stuff that's like slightly more obscure so they really have a really well curated uh kind of thing going on are you guys watching the super bowl uh no i didn't even know there's a super bowl tonight i didn't even know well no that's on is, is it sunday i don't know i don't know well i mean it's usually on sunday <laughs> Isn't it? Super Bowl Sunday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> I was never into sports ball. Never, never into it. I wasn't either. I think it's just wrong generation for it. I don't know anybody in my generation that really into that. I mean, they have some, but that's like a subculture. Now, my dad and all his friends, they were big into that shit, but I never really, never really saw any... Never really understood the hype, and never really thought it was boring. Yeah, I always did too. I couldn't stand the sound. I couldn't stand the sound of the game on television. Like, oh, and then the fucking announcers and shit. It just, yeah, I just didn't never like. It. I always associated it with uh, being stuck at home. You're young. Yeah, and I did your too. Your parents or your dad's watching it. You like, you can't go anywhere. You're too young. And right. Shit. You're like, man. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't sucks. like it too. Yeah. And it wasn't so much like sometimes, like my dad watched football sometimes, but mostly he was big into NASCAR. 
So it was usually like NASCAR races, like on the weekends. So I also hate the sound of that. And also, like we grew, I grew up in Daytona, which is you know fucking NASCAR central. Yeah. Because they have like the big Daytona five hundred. Yeah, track is the shit. The man. big track there. Well, and that, and you know, now that I work back in Daytona now, you know, I pass yeah. the track like pretty much every day. Like you know, I see it like over there, and there is like so. That town is, like, built up so much around that fucking track. Like, the, the traffic is just fucking atrocious nowadays. Yeah. God, it's atrocious. I mean, it was atrocious when I was younger, too, but it's gotten, like, a lot worse. But the thing the thing about it, they built a lot of stuff there, I've noticed, because I was like, oh, that's new and that's new, but it's, like, it still kind of looks like a shithole. <laughs> like, it still really looks kind of, like, crappy and, you know... And been white, down there and a lot. white trash. I haven't been down there in a long time. So I Even though they built it. a lot of new stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, the last time I saw that area, they had a whole bunch of new housing uh, complexes. They were, like, way nicer than this one. They're beautiful entryways and stuff. I don't know where... The, I think those people all work in Orlando, though. Probably. A lot yeah. of people that live in Daytona. Yeah. They work in Orlando. I, it's weird because I always kind of did the opposite. Like, for a long time... Well, you know, I lived in Daytona for a long time, but after I moved to Orlando, I got a couple jobs in Orlando, but then I was, like, working back in Daytona as well. And now I live over here and, like, work in Daytona also. At least for now. Um, NASCAR isn't white trash, it's just sports on track. Yeah, I'm just saying Daytona was kind of... It's, is kind of, like, white trashy. And has been, like, ever since I was a kid. You know what I mean? And it still looks... Because I knew, like, when I started driving back there, I was just kind of like, I knew they built a lot of stuff. So they did build... Oh, I meant to tell you that they built... I just noticed it today, even though I've probably passed it, like, every day, like, this past week. It's a restaurant and a bar, but I think it also has a shooting range in it. Okay, yeah. Where? It's on the corner of 92, which is International Speedway Boulevard, and Bevel Road. Or okay. no, Tomoka Farms Road. So it's kind of like out by where the um, flea market is. I mean, uh, I didn't grow up here. What the fuck is it called? I can't remember what it's called. Double shot. Double range? Double barrel. Double barrel. Double. That's okay. what it's called. And I was like, oh, that's new. I think there used to be like a Texas Roadhouse there or something, like when I used to live there. But it's different now. I didn't grow up here, so I don't I don't really associate anything with any like past memories or here. I've just showed up. I guess that's about about fifteen years ago, and saw it as it is. And as someone who's just come to this part of the South, you can see a big difference between New Florida and Old Florida. Old Florida almost looks like Old Mississippi. It looked like something out of a damn. Burt Reynolds, old Burt Reynolds movie, but it's all broken down now. So that's kind of what she's talking about. Some a lot of it still looks like that. Still looks like that. Some of the neighborhoods are ancient, you know, houses from the 50s, and they're tiny by today's standards, tiny little houses real close to each other, bad condition, just fences and gates around them, and it just they're just from another era, you know. But that stuff's just kind of slowly fading away, you know. I mean, another 20, 30 years, none of that will be here. It's just funny because, you know, I drive because I will not drive on I-4. I refuse. So for, you know, and, and going from here to Daytona, you don't necessarily have to. I-4 is a little bit out of the way. 
So I usually take 44, which is like a back like country highway, and then I get on 92, which in Daytona Beach, that's International Speedway Boulevard. That's where the speedway is. But the funny thing about it is that 92 is kind of like a major highway, but the road is like super shitty because it's like, it's old. It's been there for like a long time and it's concrete. So when you drive on it, it's like, like that the whole time. And it's been like that, like since I was a child. And the funny thing about it too, is that even though it's like a major highway, like all along the highway, pretty much all that there are are just these little shitty it they, it like bars like the oasis yeah it's like all like all that. that and then yeah. it's like bail bonds places yeah. cuz like the prison is there yeah. like the county jail is in yeah. deland right there and um you know strip clubs um you know little bait shops yeah. <laughs> like it just it all looks like that yeah. like uh, still like in 2023 it still yeah. looks like that and so i thought it was funny that i was like cuz i've been driving that and i haven't driven that way for a long time and i was like most of it's just woods still but you drive by and I'm just like, oh my god, like fucking Softtails Strip Club is still there. And like that bait shop is still there that's been there since I was a kid. And, <laughs> you know, it's just like this old, this cranky, this like broken down old bar that's yeah. like still open or like a little package store and stuff like that. And it's like so fucking funny that it's like they, they didn't really build, they built new stuff like in Daytona, but a lot of it's still kind of like looks kind of old and broken down but i did notice that new place that new restaurant yeah there was something else there when i lived there i think it was a texas roadhouse or one of those like old like you know texas steakhouse type things um but yeah i'm pretty sure it said it said restaurant and bar and then the logo yeah it was called double barrel and the logo logo looked like a like a rifle, like a rifle yeah. barrel. Most of the new stuff... And I think it said was shooting range. Most of the new I was stuff, like, okay. which is a lot of it, I would say more than half of the Orlando area area is pretty new because it's growing quickly. And it basically, it looks like a porn movie because that's where they're filming most of those porn movies is here, here in this area, uh, which is ultra-modern looking stuff with palm trees in the background. That's, uh, it's, that's the way most... And, and there's swimming pools in the backyards and that's where you know like the places where we used to live they're like that um so it's nice it's real nice there's there's money here now they didn't used to be but it's just changed uh, it's moved up in the world more talents moved here economy's gotten a lot better um than it was uh just the old south that we grew up in in fucking the 80s and shit's gone it's gone. It, there are still some people from that era that are living mentally in that era. They're hanging out over there at the Oasis where I hang out at. And talking to them is like fucking experiencing a time warp. I mean, they. Well, yeah, that's why I thought it was funny, like, like driving warp. back to Daytona because a lot yeah. of the places that I remember time from warp. my childhood are still yeah. there and yeah. they still look the same. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, is it's irrelevant. I mean, it sounds brutal, but those areas. And those people in those areas are are irrelevant. They're they're mostly kind of retired. They're aging out. Uh, they have no idea what's going on. They only know their little local area, and they're why they watch television, which that's just like mind numbing to me. My, like my dad, my dad still watches television. He doesn't really know how to use the internet. And talking to him is like talking to somebody that's been living in a fishbowl, because the only input they get is through those old channels. And those channels have gotten worse recently. The programming on them is fucking tra trash, you know. <laughs> Generic trash. 
and the information sources are terrible on, on television. So they just, they don't know what's going on. They don't know anything. It was just funny because we didn't, back when we d depended on television for information, we didn't realize how, how much we did not know. Because there's no, nothing of substance really on television. There wasn't even back then. Well, I wasn't super into it back then even. Like I said, I was more yeah. into like music and yeah. weird movies. I remember stuff. in the 90s, after I got out of the army, going into that bad house and turning on television and uh, it was just broadcast TV. I had one of those little bitty color televisions. I'd turn on the television at night when I came home and it would be just nothing but Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake on it fucking like 2 o'clock in the morning and just nothing on television of any substance. Just a total waste of time. Real depressing. And then ads for fucking party chat lines. I remember those. <laughs> And, and thinly veiled phone sex com commercials and shit. Not, they weren't even thinly veiled. They weren't even veiled. thinly veiled. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They now, weren't, I've they heard, I, yeah. I don't think they showed this one in, in yeah. Florida markets, but I've heard like in other markets, they had one that was like um, water sports specific. <laughs> so it was like one for people that like to get peed on. Yeah. And they even kind of said that. Where did I hear about that? I think it was like in the Midwest somewhere. And it was like, I can't remember what the number was. It was 1-800, like, something filthy sounding. And then yeah. it's like, the, the extra P is for extra P or something yeah, like that. It's like, yeah, people like to get peed on. Um, so I was like, okay. I, I never saw that in Florida, but okay. We had other kind of uh, phone sex lines. But they were pr mostly pretty generic. Yeah. You know, you just get, like, the generic woman with, like, you know, the the soft focus lens with like with lingerie going call me and blah, yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know what i mean like they didn't do i didn't see anything that was like really specific like there yeah. wasn't any bdsm ones or you know i don't know furry porn they didn't have that back then i mean they had it but they wouldn't have advertised it on tv uh sly said do you guys bowl no, I, I used to go bowling sometimes, every now and then. Like, me and my brother and, uh, and stuff used to go when we were kids. And I actually used to like it. I sucked at it, but, like, I did have more sports. Because <laughs> I'm not very coordinated. But um, I used to like going, though. I used to like going. I used to go bowling sometimes, and I used to go roller skating. And, yeah, not a big sports person, though. Not a big sports person. Um, Sly said television's all about images I love old 70s 80s movies unless it's a documentary um, yeah I really like some things I like about oh, it's like I like old 70s TV movies like horror movies because some of those were really good like I like those and I like old TV shows but I don't know they're really they're not the same so you can almost kind of like you know, as one nowadays, you can kind of like approach them from a different, they're almost like a different genre. I don't know. It's like kind of hard to explain. Cause I, I don't know. Like I, I watched some of the ones cause I've been watching like over on my scare salon channel, which I really need to like post some more stuff on there. But like I said, I haven't really had time. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do a crime and memorial video tomorrow. I've got it planned out and everything. I just haven't recorded it yet. But, um, I've been watching thriller the 60s anthology show with Boris Karloff. And I'm also starting to do 
Night Gallery, the Rod Serling one. I did the pilot, but I'm, you know, then I'm going to do, like, each episode. I love, because I love Night Gallery. But the thing about it is, like, watching those, I love those, and they're, like, really comforting. But because they're, you know, quote-unquote old, and we've seen so much stuff subsequently that, um, you know, use the same tropes. So it's, like, you can pretty much, they're all, like, pretty predictable at this point. Because, like, oh, you know, this is going to go, like, X, Y, Z, because we've seen so much stuff like that, like, subsequently. So, but I don't know. It doesn't really take my enjoyment away from it. Even though I always know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Zach says, yeah, you call the line, and then you're actually talking to 300-pound Patty from Wisconsin, who's husky voice from the whole earth where she smokes through. <laughs> that was, I mean, I have to, bad respect to those, those women back then. They were kind of, like, um, really on the vanguard of like the work from home hustle trends, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing the phone sex, <laughs> having the people call the, like their trailer or whatever. And then like, I'm honestly, I admire people that could do that because I don't think I could do that without cracking up. You know what I mean? I would just like crack up and it would ruin the whole thing. Unless that was the fetish. If your fetish is you want me to make fun of you and then like not be able to keep a straight face, like <laughs> just like keep cracking up at everything. Like, while I'm talking about it, then, um, then yeah, then I'm your girl. But other than that, nah, I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face, like, doing that. Oscar said, Jen reviewing all the Night Gallery episodes would be great. One of my favorites is The Little Black Bag. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I've seen the whole Night Gallery series, um, probably two or three times through. Um, but I just got the idea, even though I'm not done with Thriller yet, like, I'm only halfway through Thriller, because I didn't realize that they had 60 like 67 episodes I think it is it's like some ridiculous amount and they're long they're like an hour each so I'm kind of getting through those and so I said well I'm going to start doing Night Gallery too because I've been wanting to do that and I still want to do Kolchak the Night Stalker as well like I did the two TV movies but I haven't done the series yet so I'm going to get into all of those eventually but like I said it'll probably take a while because I don't have a lot of time and honestly I still want to put up another book review too I have been reading because I have my Kindle app on my phone so on my lunch hours at work i've been reading novels you know so because i'm trying to like keep up with stuff so i'm almost so i'm about 75 percent of the way through a novel that i'm like doing it's called the house that fell from the sky it's kind of like a lovecraftian kind of deal i'm kind of kind of into it it's pretty good it's pretty good i can't remember like um who wrote it though but that's probably the next one i will do but that might be like another few days because I got to finish reading the book and then I got to script out the review and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, so I said, um, I've seen all the night galleries, the spinoff shows. I love Kung Fu TV series. Oh yeah. I haven't seen Kung Fu in a long yeah, time. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind seeing Kung Fu again. Yeah maybe, should, yeah. maybe we should rewatch Kung Fu at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause I haven't seen them all. Maybe I have, but I was a little kid. Right. It's just, I don't remember them. Um, I think I saw recently, like in the last five or six years, the first couple episodes, but I but I, I don't remember actually completing it. Yeah. What was that guy's name? It's Carradine? Yeah. Yeah. David Carradine, I think his name, his name was. <clears throat> he made a whole he made a whole career over faking a f uh, faking a Chinese accent. Realize yeah, that? well. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking put out a video, a Tai Chi video with that accent. That motherfucker was from California. 
Well, you know, they're like, hey, mm-hmm. go to California, like, go to Hollywood and reinvent yeah. yourself. Yeah. As, as, a, where, as a Chinese it's, white person. It's probably where Steven Seagal <laughs> got the idea that he could just do any accent and get away with it. I mean, to an extent, he does get away with it. It's yeah. not like anybody like shoots him in the face or <laughs> yeah. anything, right? I mean, he's people Chinese, make people make black. fun of him about it. He's but Italian. He he he's he. He's, other than he's that, there aren't really he's, any consequences. He's, he he's whatever race or ethnicity he needs uh, when he's talking to somebody else. If he's talking to a black dude, he becomes black. If somebody asks him about martial arts, he becomes Chinese. <laughs> I wonder if I was talking to him if he'd if you start, start talking, talking like me. If you start talking about mafia stuff, he goes into an Italian accent. He motherfucker's cheesy as shit. He's from Michigan. He's a Jewish guy from Michigan. <laughs> but he's whatever he's whatever race he's gotta be to achieve the Asian experience. If you guys well, know what I'm talking about, the Asian experience. We're though. we're all trying to we're all trying to obtain our own Asian experience. Oh, but look, really. man, look. <laughs> There's been some progress on on the Steven Seagal front, though. Has there? Yeah, I've been seeing some more recent videos of him on YouTube, and he is kind of like having a sense of humor. Yeah, you told me that. It's like, I'm not entirely sure I believe it, but... Because he seemed like so up his own ass. He looks like he's developed a little bit of sense of humor. I think he's embraced his meme a little bit, and he's going to be in um, Expendables 4. Now, if he's if gonna he's going to be in Expendables 4 and they, yeah. like, lampoon his whole shtick through the whole movie... Well, they kind of do that. Then I, well, I know, yeah. but then I will know that he's actually, like, embraced. Yeah, they probably will. Because uh, when, whenever, like, uh, anybody shows up in an Expendables movie, they do kind of lampoon... I mean, they even lampoon Arnie a little bit when he's fucking doing his secret mission and... He's helping him out, you know, uh, helping him escape in Expendables 3. He goes, everybody, get to the chopper! He does the get to the chopper line. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, get to the chopper! Yeah. I mean, it's funny, but it seems like low-hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah, they do low-hanging fruit. But it's the Expendables. <laughs> it's the Expendables. They're going to do low-hanging Some fruit. Some fan service, and I'm just yeah. kind of like, I don't know if I want to go yay or ah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll even have Harrison Ford. Come on. Harrison Ford goes in there and acts like a fucking hard guy, being a CIA dude. Like from what was what was that uh, series that he did? Um, where it was like a Tom Clancy series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he plays that guy. Executive decision. Yeah, no. he basically. What the fuck movie was that? Basically, if you if you're an old action guy and you're in the Expendables, you're gonna have to reprise your role. You're gonna have to like do the line because everybody's like, do, do yeah. it. You have to exactly. do it. Exactly. You're contractually obligated. But that—that that is the, the. I love the Expendables series, and that is the tone of the Expendables. Right. That's his tone. You know. I don't know. Like stuff like that just makes. I don't know. I feel a certain kind of way about that. It's nostalgia. Right, but it's like, like I said, I'm not a super nostalgic person, and a lot of times too, I'm just like, God, that's just like so easy. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so easy that it's just, like, it just kind of makes me want to roll my eyes more than anything else. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, everybody knows that joke. <sighs> <laughs> You'll never get it, Jenny. It's action movies. Well, no, I get it. Movies. I get it. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to get. Yeah. That's, that's the action. argument that I'm making. Well, there's the action, there's the, nothing to get. Action movies is referring back to other action movies, you know. Jenny, Jenny's... Her ex-husband, 
forced her to watch all the damn action movies. She's she, she not really, all of them, but yeah. mostly the Chuck Norris ones and a lot of the early because he was really into Chuck Norris. <laughs> and um, so I've seen all of the Chuck Norris movies, and I'm not even kidding. I've seen all of them multiple times. I've seen several Chuck Norris movies. There were a couple that were good. Yeah. I will I will go to bat for Silent Rage. That I mean, was actually a deal. Well, because it was kind of more a horror movie. It was like a it was like a serial killer. I didn't see it. Uh, the Octagon is also decent. I think I he's seen not that. a good actor. I think I saw the Octagon and I remembered it being boring. I no, I liked that yeah. one. I liked that one. The other ones were stupid, but like um, Silent Rage was good because it was like I said, it was like a horror movie that just kind of happened to have Chuck Norris in it. And the Octagon, I remember liking that one, but like the other ones, I was just like, God, this is so dumb. I haven't seen enough of Chuck Norris shit to really uh, fucking. <laughs> to, to really know what to say about him, it just it, Oscar when, said a force of one was okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That yeah, one was all right. I remember, f- from what I remember of Chuck Norris movies, I always remembered walking away from them thinking that they were kind of generic and unsatisfying. Yeah, and they're yeah. kind of they. They also have that. They showcase Chuck Norris. Well, as a and, dude who is not interesting. Right, he's like not a good actor, and I don't like the whole, like maybe this is different now, but I kind of feel like a lot of his movies back in the day, he just seemed, he comes off as like a little bit, he's very wooden, and then he also comes off as like kind of like a sanctimonious douche, Yeah, a little bit, like he's just very, I don't really like these movies where like the action hero, it's like, and he's right about everything, and it's like, you know what I mean? I I haven't seen enough of it. And I kind of feel like he always came off like that. Now, there's one of them that I did remember seeing. Me and Mike Kowalski up in Michigan. Like in, uh, Grampers knows who I'm talking about. Me and Mike Kowalski and our friend fucking Ninja Jim, which I've told stories about Ninja Jim before, okay? He was like something straight out of fucking Karate Kid, all right? <laughs> we watched a Chuck Norris movie on VHS over at Mike's house. And then after that, we fucking smuggled a fucking case of beer out of the back of the fucking 7-Eleven. We were underage, but we got it out of there. And uh, the movie was called Delta Force. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, Delta Force. And I remember, a bunch of times. I remember being amused by Delta Force. Yeah. It was like a really bad Rambo movie. Yeah. But when you're a kid... There's something about you is that you you, you you can you can still buy into some fucking premises that you don't realize how much how much these stories strain credulity, you know the situations behind them. Yeah. You just accepted it for what it was. Yeah, you didn't really go. Wait a minute, hold on. Well, could a dude really do that, or would a government actually ask this dude to help them? Wait, why this dude? You I know, mean, okay. I Just would, shit like that. I would argue, though. Like, look, I'm a horror movie fan. Horror movies are all about unbelievable premises. So when you watch something, you have to, like, give the movie some room. It's like you have to be like, okay, for the, for the duration of this movie, we're going to pretend that ghosts exist or we're going to yeah. pretend that, like, there's a Lovecraftian tentacled hell beast, like, coming. You know what I mean? So you have to kind of, like, suspend your disbelief. So I kind of feel like action movie fans do that too, but I there's kind of like a fine line between watching an action movie where 
they're just like, yeah, we know this is ridiculous. We're just having a fun time. We're just entertaining you. And watching an action movie where you're kind of expected to take it seriously. Yeah. And I kind of feel like Chuck Norris's movies, not all of them, but I think a lot of them fell on the other side of that line where he was, like, very much trying to be taken seriously. Like, yeah. you know, I'm very serious, like, action movie star. And I was yeah. like, and I know that he can really do karate and all that other kind of shit. Like, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that, like, his movies, like, one, he's not a good actor, okay? It's like, I'm sure he would admit that to him. Maybe better, he wouldn't. Though. I don't know. He got better. Well, he did. Well, you would he after a while. Because He's remember... very, very wooden. He's yeah. not very charismatic. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, you never buy any of his emotions. Like, when he's, like, kicking people in the face, fine. I remember seeing he had a television program called Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. And I remember seeing, that was was in the 90s, wasn't it? (laughs) That was ridiculous. It was was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous fucking show. Walker, Texas Ranger. But I remember being amused by it and and that he was good in it, from what I remember. Uh, that was a long time ago, though. He always just came across... I think one of the things that always kind of pissed me off about him was he always came across as, like, kind of like a goody two-shoes. He is. That's what I'm saying. And it's like... And and because my ex-husband was, like, really into him, and so I knew a lot about his personal, like, more than I ever wanted to know about, like, Chuck Norris's life. But it's like... So, yeah, he's, like, very religious, and he's very, you know, he's, like, he won't let any people swear around him and stuff, and it's, like, yeah, we, yeah. we can't hang, sorry. I, yeah. I, I can't hang out with people like that. It's just, it's too stressful. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I can't I remember, relax around people like that. I remember the scene back then. They stress me out. This, this was an era, if you're a young person, if you're a millennial or something, you will never understand the 80s. Even though the '80s is coming back into vogue, you know what I mean. There, you, you have, you have young people having nostalgia. came back into. It's been back been in back vogue, vogue, dude. You have young people having feelings of nostalgia for an era they never lived in. But I understand the nostalgia because they're they're watching those old movies and and yeah, it was kind of cool. It was very well. Cool. It was an era that was, was cool. analog, and they've never yeah. experienced an analog, that. Yeah, non. This is the last analog yeah. generation. Yeah. So it's like you can see where it's coming from. Yeah. Like they're like they're kind of like, oh, that might have been kind of neat. You know what I mean? Because they didn't right. experience it in that era. There, no internet, television was unsatis- unsatisfactory. You could go. The best thing going was fucking Blockbuster or fucking what was the other one? Fucking uh, 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 New York Video or no? What was the, I went to movie gallery. Movie, yeah. They, what was the red and white one? Movie time. I don't know. Anyway, you had to rent VHS, and that was a better source of entertainment information was going to VHS. And you got to see movies that they wouldn't play on television. Well, it was, a, it was, a, it was an era of mystery. We played video games, but the best video games were at 7-Eleven. Stand-up arcade units, and you had to pay money to fucking play them. Home, home video games, you, paid them, you played them, but they weren't as good as a fucking... As a fucking arcade game, that was like we considered it to be a real game. So when you went to Seven Eleven or an arcade or mostly Seven Eleven to go play this thing, be usually behind the video games. Like you're playing the video games, you turn around, there was a magazine rack. All right, in that magazine rack, they had all kinds of shit. One of the sections was a karate section. They had martial arts. So the movies, the video games, and the magazines. There was a martial arts nexus started to happen in in, in the 80s. 
It's where Karate Kid came from. You know that they jumped in halfway. That, that was like halfway through it. Um, video games like fucking Street Fighter, and they had another thing was just called fucking Karate or Kung Fu. I don't remember. You had the two fighters, one in red, one one in white. <clears throat> Fighting games. Well, we were very confused about what reality was because you could pick up a magazine and about kung fu and read some shit in there about throwing chi balls and dudes doing these fucking impossible sounding feats and because it was in a magazine you tend to believe it because shit they printed it it must be true and that was just the thinking of the time we stumbled across this fucking movie in this era called Bloodsport it had Jean-Claude Van Damme in it and it was this wild tale about this guy who goes on this fucking goes to this fight on the other side of the fucking planet and it's a fight to the death and fights all these dudes and at the very end of that fucking movie it came up and then it said Frank Ducks had this many fights and this many fucking and it gave dates and how many victories he had and we were like wait a minute hold on this is a true story this is a true fucking story no. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> but we, we were like this is a true story we, we gotta watch this bitch again this is I a can true say story. anything this is, is a, a true, true story because <laughs> it, it, the way it ended man they fucking what you gonna do yeah I mean? well, well we were like what the fuck so we go back we're playing Street Fighter and shit 7-Eleven and then Next thing we know in those fucking karate magazines, hey man, look, Frank Ducks, that's him. That's the dude. He really existed. He really did that shit. Wow, really what happened. a badass. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> well, that's not who Frank Ducks was. Yeah, <laughs> Frank Ducks was a we, did a whole, we did a whole show about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. wasn't entirely about him. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It was the Bushido show. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he claim, claimed so. to be some kind of Delta Force secret agent fucking operative and all this fucking Well, like I said, it was shit. easier back then. You could say what people could say couldn't whatever, fucking check. Couldn't check. The motherfucker was bullshitter. Yeah, you could just say whatever you wanted. Now, this is the thing I want I to know. The director of fucking Bloodsport, did he know it was bullshit? Probably. He's like, he had to have known shit. I'm bullshit. just making a movie. All movies are bullshit. Yeah. I mean, to an extent... I think even Stephen King said that. It's like, you know, even if something is based on a true story, it's like when you're writing a fictional, like I'm making a movie about it, yeah. it's fiction. Yeah. Even if it's based on a real thing. Because it's got to it's gotta look good on screen. Well, yeah. He's like, he said the very medium fictionalizes. That's what he yeah. said. That's the very medium did. itself fictionalizes. That's right. That's a good way of putting it. That's what he said. I'm going to remember that term. I'm going to yeah. remember that phrase. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. Right. It's unavoidable. Because... Yeah, I've read Dance Macabre about 400 times. Good. Why the audience ask? looks at it, even if you kept it close to what really happened, the audience experiences it and they internalize what happened and then they see it in their own mind and change it to what... Yeah. Into well, a, and you an think, experience. like, just making it a movie, it's like those right. aren't the actual people doing right. the shit. That's not exactly... behind it. Right, it's not exactly the way it happened. There see, was, you know. as badass as I look, I would look seven times this badass if I had a soundtrack wherever I went. I always kind of want it. Well, I'm walking, it's what you know, and, and, and depending on whatever my mood is, sometimes it's fucking 70s, you know, fucking funk or whatever, and sometimes it's fucking something like out of Star Wars. If you have a fucking soundtrack, shit gets a lot better if you got a score behind it. 
Well, yeah, because everything yeah. looks like like some yeah. significant shit. It's that significant. You're doing. It's epic. Yeah, epic <laughs> shit. Yeah. When you're just walking around silently. Yeah, it's not good. It's really not, it's not the good. same. <laughs> not good. <laughs> just to show you, that's why I really when when reviewing movies, I really listen to the fucking score. I'm listening for a score or try or noticing the lack of a score. Because really, that's where the emotion is. It's telling you how you should feel. And if it's done right, that is how you will feel. Watch Conan 1 with that badass fucking score. All right. It tells you exactly how to feel. And you do feel that with that classical score going back there. Yeah, I mean, a good score absolutely manipulates your emotions. And I'm not saying that like in a negative way either. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And the thing about it is that, and, it, and even though I'm aware of it, it still works on me. Yeah. Like, shit, man, I could watch a fucking Pixar movie, and they have, like, a sad moment, and, like, the big swell of music comes up, and, like, your eyes tear yep. up. It's just, it happens. Like, you know, it, unless you're a psychopath, I guess. Um, Zach's talking about Chuck Norris. He's not very good looking either. No, he's not. Uh, he kind of looks like someone's drunk uncle. No one invites him for the holidays. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, yeah, here comes Uncle Chuck, and he's going to come in there and, like, complain that everybody's swearing, and what are you, why are they, why are they, like, legalizing marijuana and all this? I kind of feel like he'd be that kind of motherfucker. Like, you invited him over for Thanksgiving, and he would just, like, piss and moan about everything. Hugo says he likes Car- John Carpenter's scores. I like his yeah, scores, too. Yeah, I do, too. And it's because they're, they're always, they're kind of minimal in certain ways. Like, the one for The Thing was just doom, 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 doom. And that shit worked, man. You're constantly like, what the fuck? Well, it was a whole vibe. Right. It was a whole vibe. And then, you know, of course, Halloween. uh, And then Escape from New York. Fucking great. Great theme. Even though it's kind of like, almost sounds like something from an old cop movie. Like fucking, you know, or Night Court or something. What is it? Kind of sounded a little bit. It had a new wave vibe to it back in those days. He was using synthesizers and stuff, but it, it was good though. It was good. No, I kind of i i i like when the score is. I feel like ideally, that's kind of the shitty thing. You're kind of in a shitty position if you're like writing a score for a movie. I feel like because you want the score to marry perfectly with the visuals. You know what I mean? And everything has to work as one. You almost want the score to be, like, not noticeable because you don't want it to, like, over, you know, to, like, overwhelm the visuals or, like, be distracting. So you just kind of want it in the background, but you want it to be noticeable but not, which I imagine is, like, really, really difficult to do. Because a lot of times I don't notice the score unless it's really, really good or unless it's really jarring, like it doesn't really fit. Or unless there's not one, like sometimes. Sometimes I notice that and sometimes I don't. It depends on the movie, you know what I mean? Because some, I feel like some movies don't need a score or, you know, or a minimal score like works really well. But then like some movies I really like, like a big like orchestral score. I think that I talked about a movie, what was the movie that I talked about not too long ago that I mentioned I really, really liked the score that was like a piano <sighs> score. Shit, now I can't remember what it was. But what the fuck movie was that that I was talking about? It wasn't the last one that I did because Skinnamarink didn't have a score because that was kind of like a, like a different thing. But Score I think, is super important. I mean... Oh, I remember what it was. It was uh, Blood Simple. 
That's right. Uh, the first um, Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. And um, I mentioned that I really, really liked the score for that. I noticed it, but I thought it worked really well with it. It, it, it was kind of like a somber like piano score, and I was like really, really into it. Like I just remembered like really liking the... That's a great movie, by the way, if you like the Coen Brothers. That's their first movie, Blood Yeah, if you're a filmmaker and you don't have a score, you're you're hobbled. You're going to have to be real careful about your edit and things that have to be... It has to be... You have to do a master class in edit to get around the fact that you don't have a score. And But although there are some... There were some cool fucking indie flicks that I've seen that I don't think there was a score at all. Yeah, sometimes and, and you don't need you can, one. It you, depends on what the movie you is. You can get around it, but it's going to have a it, it's going to have a weird tone and you have to work with that tone. It's best to have a score. Me, I always love a classical score, but it's only for certain kinds of movies. It's got to be something that's epic. If it's yeah. epic, it's got to be classical. Well, and a classical score yeah. is better in a lot of ways because it doesn't your movie doesn't date You're as right. much it's gonna be good forever because i kind of feel yeah. like sometimes you know you see a movie that was made in the 70s or 80s and they're like oh we want a very up to the minute score or soundtrack or something like that and now it just sounds like yeah really dated star wars a new hope was originally going to have a disco score imagine how that would have sucked Which, that would have been hilarious that would have sucked <laughs> they talked about that and they go no i gotta go classical and that worked that fucking score is epic and you can watch a new hope as old as that movie is and it's still it still it still holds up that's what i mean that's why it's always best to go with that although like i said it doesn't always work like with the movie but i kind of feel like it's better to go with something more like that like more traditional conan the barbarian that fucking holds up that movie it's like watching an opera but it's because it's got that classical score long shots and shots of scenery you know and fucking nature Riding horses, that kind of stuff, and then the interior shots and all that that heavy boom 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 with the fucking big timpanis going. It, it just that didn't date, you know. Which always, uh, that always kind of reminded me of yeah. like um, the Rite of Spring a little bit. Yeah. Wasn't that was that Stravinsky? I can't mm-hmm. remember. Uh, Mister Eighty Eight said Blood Simple's piano intro is awesome. Yeah, I agree. And very Philip Glass. By the way, Philip Glass's 1998 score for Dracula is fantastic. Didn't Philip Glass do the score also for Candyman, the original, from 1992? Because I really liked that as well. Yeah, I like Philip Glass's scores. But yeah, I remember. I, I don't remember who did Blood Simple's score. I think I mentioned it on the review. But I remember like really, really liking it. I tend to like, like you said, kind of more classical scores or piano-based scores. Um, depending on what the movie is. He mentioned Dracula. A couple months back, we reviewed Spanish Dracula. 1935 or 6, I don't remember what it no, was. No, 31. It was, 31? This, it was the same year that the... Same year, they're all the one. Same... Well, it was, it was universal. Same universal. It was just made for the Spanish-speaking yeah. market. They didn't dub. They just made a whole other movie with Spanish actors and stuff. With and the same sets and same stuff. Same sets, but it was and just this, you know. different director. And the camera actually moved through the scenery. Um, the edit was better. That was a better telling of the story. Than I thought in some ways it was yeah. better, yeah. And it was a lot more 3D the, uh, because the camera would move through the set so you'd get a better feel that it wasn't just some kind of a cheap backdrop, that it was actually like a castle. Um, if you've seen the old Bela Lugosi Dracula, see the Spanish Dracula along with it. It's not Bela. It's another guy playing Dracula. 
He has a different interpretation of the character. I kind of prefer Bella, but this guy's good too. He's real good. Uh, yeah, it's a different. It's just it's a different. different interpretation of it. And he hadn't seen. He didn't see Bella's version. Everybody saw their did it their own way. And the Spanish guy. What do you remember? What his name was? He was a famous actor. I yeah, think I famous. mentioned it on the show, but I can't remember it offhand. There were certain things about him I liked better than Bela. But Bela, man, he had that role that with the fucking accent and shit. And he's... Some people say, well, he's kind of comical. I didn't really think so. He was kind of coming off as, as crazy. Like, fucking... He was still intent, uh, sinister. And he just seemed kind of... And there was... They showed his brides a little bit more. Dracula's brides. He had yeah. three more dra- female va- vampires. They showed them. I liked the I liked the Spanish Mina a little bit better. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Well, she had like a she seemed like more of a character. Yeah. You know what I mean. And the Spanish Renfield, I think, was better. Yeah. That, that was a pretty good Renfield. Yeah. That motherfucker was. They, he had more lines. Yeah, a lot of the yeah, parts were expanded. Yeah, there was a lot more. It in was there. longer. It was longer. <clears throat> Although I got to say, I liked, uh, um, I liked Bela's, Bela's looking, uh, uh, be, you know, the being tricked to look into the mirror scene. Yeah, Bela's handling of it, I think, was better. Yeah, than the Spanish hand. I think he hit it with a cane, and it didn't quite look. It didn't look natural. But still, they're both great movies. John Rumblesop said, we used to roller skate the Star Wars disco. (laughs) Man, I used to go, when I was a little kid, we used to go, uh, you know, grew up in Daytona Beach, and we all used to go to Starlight, which was the big roller skating rink back in the 80s. And I would wear my, I had my own roller skates. They were white with little blue wheels. And I would go with my gray Calvin Klein leg warmers, and my little feathered headband, and all my cool '80s paraphernalia, like in the actual '80s. I was, I was ten, you guys. Mister '88 came through. Uh, I think he's talking about Spanish Dracula's name. His name is Carlos Villarreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He said the Spanish Dracula was a lost film until a print was discovered in the late '70s. Yeah, I think we mentioned yeah. that on the. So on we the did show. a review of it. And we recommended if you guys haven't seen it, man, see Spanish Dracula. We, it, it's for free on what service? It was it was on Tubi. Okay. I don't think it's there anymore though, okay. because I think like um, a couple weeks after we reviewed it, somebody said, "Oh, I looked on Tubi and it's not there anymore." And then I looked, and both of the Draculas were gone. So I guess they were just on there for like a limited amount of time. It always has to do with like the rights and shit like that. Yeah, Oscar Perez is saying that uh, the Stragoyan blood vessel fucking... It was kind of disappointing that he never physically attacked anybody. Yeah, that's, that's right. For something that was so frightening looking, the way that character was, it had been better to see him do something like that. But I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to demonstrate all the Stragoy powers. You know what I mean? So every time he did something, he did it. He did it to the Stragoy way. Which I thought was fucking cool because I didn't know anything about a Stragoy when I when I saw the movie. Not only was he a vampire that could do weird shit like crossbreeding with living and dead people. Not only could he do that, but he was also a sorcerer. And I was like, whoa, he's a, he, he can fucking do magic? He casts spells like a witch? That's fucking awesome. He's all the monsters yeah. wrapped in one. Yeah. 
Sebastian said, uh, some Dario Argento films, such as Suspiria and Phenomena, like, uh, yeah, talking about scores. Honestly, the score for Suspiria, um, I will just listen to that without even watching the movie. And the thing about Dario Argento's scores, which mostly Goblin did back in the day, is that in a lot of ways, they were very bombastic and they were, um, you know, almost kind of like made to draw attention to themselves. But in the case of Dario Argento's movies, especially his earlier ones that were actually good, um, I think that worked in its favor because the whole vibe of it was just like very over the top and very operatic. So, you know, particularly Suspiria, which was just like these bright, vivid colors and like all these like crazy, like really gory, like set pieces and things. And so I think like that over the top score really worked, but the Suspiria theme, especially that main theme, God, I fucking love that. I've, like I said, I've listened to that, like just as a regular ass song, which I don't usually do with movie scores because I don't usually like movie scores enough to listen to them without the movie attached. But Suspiria is one that I actually own and that I've yeah. listened to like a lot, especially that main theme. I love that. But um, I was going to say, too, since we were talking about movie scores, I was thinking to myself, what would what's a good um, a movie with a really good soundtrack, as in not necessarily the songs. score, yeah, but songs. songs in there. Um, OK, uh, fucking uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that had some good with, ones. With, uh, what was his name? Who, Gavin Friday? Yeah, had, yeah but I'm talking about, yeah. But I'm talking about the, uh... The Leonardo that, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. No, no, Claire Danes wasn't it. Was it Claire Danes? Uh, no. yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. I love that movie. I have it in Steelbook. Some people are like, you like the fuck. I love fucking, uh... That's uh, Baz Luhrmann, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's... He made Moulin Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, you know... Some of this shit, it's in a modern context, like Central America. Sex, Central America warring cartels, basically. And some of the themes, you know, are kind of like modern. I was like, oh, I can't be, man, it's fucking Shakespeare. You know what I mean? They can't be talking about drugs. They can't be talking about gay stuff. Of course they can. No, yeah, that's exactly what they were talking about. Yeah, of course. I went back and checked. And, Shakespeare know, shit is timeless. Yeah, That's why they're still doing his shit fucking, now. Shakespeare on the slick fucking said all kinds of shit you weren't supposed to say. And he was all clever about clever like about it, the yeah. way he ta- right, said yeah. about it. So. Yeah. What's his name? Mercutio? Mercutio. Mercutio. Um, uh, <clears throat> Romeo's, uh, one of Romeo's chief friends and bodyguards. Uh, he's played by a black actor. I don't remember what that guy's name was but he comes to the party dressed in drag and says all kinds of stuff on the slick it kind of sounds gay and then he dies for Romeo and then he goes fucking curse on both your houses and all kinds of shit yeah that was a gay undertone he was in love with fuck, with Romeo they left it deniable because you couldn't come out and say that Back in those days. Well, there was but a that's whole. That's what it was. I mean, there was a whole subculture yeah. up until probably the seventies when it became like acceptable to yeah. be out as well. I mean, it wasn't super acceptable in the seventies, but at least it started to become more acceptable. But until the, like they had a whole subculture, they had their like vernacular and stuff like that because you couldn't come out and say like certain things, so you always had to like yeah. obliquely right refer to things because Mercur- Mercutio is telling. Um, Telling Romeo in one of the scenes, he's like, yeah, yeah, you have all this good life and shit, but me, my life sucks because 
I can never be who I am and I can never love who I love type of deal. Remember that? Remember? It was yeah. Like that? And, and, and it, like, what's he talking about? You know what Duh. I mean? It, well, <laughs> he was in love with Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious to modern audiences. It was probably obvious. It was obvious, to, I think, back then. To back then, but too. But you had to you had to skirt it, right? Because they had censors, basically. Yeah. So, but that's exactly what it was. So the movie is correct. And then, well, that's uh, the what other, I'm saying. That's why they're still doing interpretations of Shakespeare right, nowadays. Yeah. His shit is like timeless. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of drug references in there. Yeah. And they're in the movie, but they were in the play too. Yeah. It's just that they don't know exactly what drugs they were talking about. But it is some kind of drug. But yeah, drugs are right. They were talking about, well, look, man, we go to this party. You need to fucking talk to this angel. And this angel on your lips will do this and that. And you will have a fuck. Basically, you will trip balls. If you <laughs> and the party will be great. Basically, is what they tell him. Yeah. We don't know what drug they're talking about. It was something that made you trip out. Yeah. So like I said, people have been they tripping out for thousands then, yeah. of years. Yeah. They, they, right. they, they, they knew all about that stuff. Like I said, they just use different terminology for yeah. it, and it wasn't. It's not so much the behavior that changes; it's how um, society at large reacts to it. And like sometimes you have to like talk around it instead of just like coming out and saying it. That's pretty much the only difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, if you haven't seen that Romeo and Juliet, I recommend that. I recommend that highly. Um, but what's the name? Basil what? Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. It I would also recommend Leonardo I, DiCaprio back. In I the would day. also recommend Moulin Rouge because I fucking love that movie. That's yeah, that's good. The too. Ewan McGregor and yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman, and they were singing yeah. in it. I, and, that uh, one too, but I like Romeo better. Romeo and Juliet better. They're very and well, yeah. he, Baz Luhrmann made that Elvis movie that we yeah, just that was saw good too. too. So yeah, which was also really good. He's very yeah. into extra. Yeah. He's very extra. Make it big. Make it which, big. Make like it make it big. Put more glitter on it. Yeah, put more yeah. like which it's a lot. Um, but if you know that's what you're getting, it's like he's very enthusiastic. Well, he's putting about on a show, him. right? Like, like it's a theater production, right? And you know, uh, Moulin Rouge and 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 Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet were supposed to be theater productions, so it works well for those stories. Yeah, I'm just saying you have to know that going into it right. because otherwise you'd be like, holy crap! I'm and being Romeo and Juliet assaulted had a, with had a great soundtrack, a, a great '90s soundtrack. Uh, Shit, man, fucking... I don't remember everybody was on it, but it's just rock music mostly. There's some soul in it, though, too. Yeah. Um, uh, they do uh, a, a different version of Purple Rain, remember? Like a, like yeah, a, that's right. Like a gospel version of Purple Rain. Uh, Gavin Friday's Angel is in it. Yeah, Tom loves that song. I love that song. <laughs> and then... Um, what else? Massive Attack was in it. Wasn't it? Massive Attack, I think? Might have been. Yeah, um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I don't really remember. Yeah. Because like well, I said, It was I'm not... Prodigy, not Prodigy. Oh, maybe it I was. Prodigy might have been in there. See, I'm not and, like a big fan of like 90s music, yeah. so... I mean, I like some of it, Nine Inch but... Nails might have done something. Oh, there. you want to hear something funny? Yeah. So, like, today at work, like, the guy I work with, he's on Friday, he's like... he's does DJ day, right? And he'll sh- play, like, all different kinds of music. So he was telling the other lady there, he's like, oh my god, look at this fucking YouTube channel I discovered. And it's called Y'alternative. Yeah. And so it's like a guy doing like super country versions of um, like 90s alternative songs, like pop, like Blink-182 and like stuff like that. And it's, 
annoying, but also kind of hilarious at the same time. Like, it's hilarious for, like, a second, and then you're like, alright, that's enough. Because <laughs> I didn't like Blink-182 and all that stuff to start with. It's like, I really don't need, like, a super country version of that. But I was like, well, that's pretty funny that, like, they found a niche. And I love that they called it the alternative. So, like, cracked me up. But, um, I'm trying to think of, like, movies that I really, really like the soundtracks of. I tend to like ones that have, like, a lot of like 80s so i liked um like donnie darko had a really good soundtrack that had a lot of good songs in it that had like echo and the bunnyman and tears for fears and stuff um and i liked a lot of the ones from like john hughes oh and i remember the, the soundtrack for valley girl being really good because i think that had like psychedelic furs and stuff on it so that was like really good mr 88 had a good comment about shakespeare that he he's about subterfuge Insubordination by obfuscation. Obfuscation. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. You always had to like talk, and he clever wordplay was like kind of his thing. Yeah. So he would always kind of like talk around things, and didn't it want was, to get his head cut off. Well, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. just what you did. Like yeah. you kind of had to do that kind of shit. And I kind of feel like writers have been doing that for like a really long time. He's like, look, fucking Oscar Wilde did that shit too because he was gay as shit. And you couldn't really... It was illegal. Well, he went to prison for it for a couple of years. Actually, he had to break rocks for two years because yeah. he got caught. But, um... And he wrote a big fucking long epic poem about it, which was actually really good, called The Ballad of Redding Jail. Like, you're going to change somebody. Well, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Stand in jail, he'll change. And I... Well, that was kind of... I guess that's not what they were thinking, though. They were just thinking, we need to punish these people. They were just thinking about punishing them because they were doing something bad. It's sin, yeah. No butt stuff. It's not allowed. We're going to punish you for that. Right, which is dumb because it's just like, what It doesn't. What does that do with that dude? Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, why do you care? (laughs) The thinking of the time. I will never understand that. And, like, some people still think that nowadays. Like, why are some people, like, worried about what where other people people are are putting their dicks or vaginas or whatever if it's consenting adults man that's what i mean as long as nobody's doing yeah. anything to somebody that doesn't right. want it or is like underage i'm like who cares how these people are getting off i'm like i don't care what you do <laughs> that's what they want to do man i don't care doing your house it's yeah. like it's, it doesn't bother it doesn't Just don't like, force it on anybody it doesn't affect me yeah. one fucking bit not at all not at all Speaking of which, I found another show on Hulu. Because, you know, on, um, I guess they're originally, like, on History Channel. But they had shows, like, they had uh, The Food That Built America, which we just watched season three of, which was excellent. And they also had, like, The Machines That Built America and The Men That Built America and all this. So, like, they have, like, a whole series of these. And they're all, like, really, really interesting. Well, they have one... And I think it's just like a mini series because it looks like there's only three episodes unless it's still on and they're putting episodes up slowly. I'm not really sure. But this one is called, what's it called? The set, uh, the sex, booze, and bets that built America or it's those three words, but I don't remember what order they're in. So it's kind of all about, and I thought it was kind of cool because it's the same format as the other show, but they're going more into like illegal trade. So they're talking about... Um, you know, the guy that, uh, you know, brought cigarettes to like the wider thing, like started Marlboro and all that. Um, they're talking about, um, you know, prostitution. They're talking about like the founding of Las Vegas. They're talking about moonshiners. They talked about, I didn't realize (laughs) I was like, Oh, today I learned that Jack Daniel was a real guy. 
Just like Little Debbie was a real girl, (laughs) Mrs. Fields is a real woman. Um, You know what I mean? It's one of those corporate mascots. Uh, Chef Boyardee was a real dude. But yeah, Jack Daniel was a real guy. He was like a... Well, he worked for a legal distillery. And he also um, like did some bootlegging on the side. Yeah, they talk about how he got into the into the whole booze business. He made friend, He had money. He wanted to have a business. He did. He was working in. It was in another. He was a preacher too, wasn't he? Or what no, was no, it? no. He worked for a preacher. He that for a preacher. the preacher owned a distillery. Yeah, right. And he worked for that guy. Yeah, he made friends with this. These two guys, these two black dudes, and one of them... Well, they were father and son. They were father and son, The yeah. father was named Nearest Green, yeah. and he was a master distiller. He was, yeah. like, the best guy in the area. So yeah. Jack Daniel learned how to distill whiskey from him. Yeah, and they worked he was on like it for his a mentor. long time. Yeah, and that was his... That was his and he, had, he was, a, was, a, was an ex-slave, the dad. Not the son, but uh, the dad was, I think. And um, Yeah, the dad was. The dad was, yeah. And uh, they were good buddies. It was a good story. And then that dude ended up dying. You know, and they show kind of a scene where he was fucked up. By they, they were at the fucking... Well, that was like his best friend. Yeah, it was like his best buddy, man. And, um, but uh, he uh, came up with... Uh, evidently, in Africa, they were d- uh, distilling in Africa, and they would... Well, no, they weren't distilling in Africa. They had water problems and they were filtering water through charcoal so he knew about cold charcoal filtering which really improved whiskey yeah got all the impurities yeah and then they would filter the whiskey through charcoal which moonshiners weren't doing nobody else was doing back then this is like like right before like during and after the civil war right so kind of a uh kind of an important invention Filtering the fuck, filtering, and then they would age it in the barrel too. Yeah, they did all kinds of stuff. Well, they it took them a while to figure out because to get it right, it, you know, they, for years they worked on it. They they specifically wanted, which I actually kind of admire. They specifically wanted to make it good. They wanted to make like a premium whiskey. Yeah. They didn't just want to make like some shitty moonshine. No. Like he had been doing that, but he's like, I want to make like some really really good stuff. So they tried like a bunch of different recipes and stuff. They wanted to make like a more premium brand yeah and the thing is is that all the brewing brewing and distill distillation processes that technology was all european so what you would come out with is a european product and so most of the companies that were doing this back in the days were trying to make american versions of this stuff like you know anheuser-busch yeah because that was like another part of the show they were talking about anheuser-busch anheuser-busch was trying to make a beer that was american because the other beers that were being made in America were actually German. You know, yeah, it was all the German immigrants German that came yeah. and brought their all. Yeah, and that was mostly their customer base too. Right. So uh, now it's funny, you know what I mean? Uh, the main invention was the fucking. <laughs> he was. They were selling big old casts of beer and with, with Anheuser Busch written on them, and then the bar owners would sell it all, and then refill that fucking cask with cheap beer and sell it again as Budweiser, and it tasted like shit. So they were like, how the fuck do we stop that? Yeah, it's like that's dragging our name through. Because they were one of the first, like, national brands. Right. So That wasn't really a thing The solution was, is we're going to make these bottles, and we're going to bottle it. 
in a bottle. So when you buy it, you only buy it from a bottle. And that was the first mass production bottling. So, I mean, say what you will about Budweiser, but it was. And they were the first ones to do refrigerated trunks. Yeah, refrigerated trucks. Because they wanted to be able to sell their beer west of the Mississippi because there weren't any breweries out there. It couldn't get warmer. It would would fucking would Yeah. So, yeah, so they made, like, a lot of innovations, like that company, as shitty as their beer is, like, compared to other beers. But you know what I mean. Um... Well, Budweiser is fucking piss water today. Yeah. But in the 1800s, that was Well, yeah, that was like premium shit. Yeah. Because, and I've said this before, wine tasting is a bunch of fucking bullshit, okay? Back in the day, they would do wine tasting, and you could taste, yeah, this is a fine wine, okay? But if you were to go down to Walmart today and get a box of fucking Merlot... Cheap box of fucking yeah. Just get the wine in a box. Wine box, right? <laughs> For like ten bucks or something. Much that Mima buys and drinks it. You know what I mean? And take that back in time. All right, to the seventeen or eighteen hundreds, and have them taste that. They'd tell you that was the best wine they'd ever had. Well, it probably was. That was yeah. And that was, that that's the same with like food yep. or anything. Yeah. Because they didn't have any standard for comparison nope. back then. It's like, well, nope. this is. Less shitty than the other thing that we had. They didn't have anything really good, I feel like, probably. Yeah, all that wine tasting bullshit is bullshit. Um, uh, Wine is good when you taste it and you like it. That's what good wine is. All that wine tasting tradition came from an era when there were wineries everywhere. Half of them fucking substandard. They're putting wine in filthy bottles and the shit fucking goes bad in a couple fucking years. You know what I mean? <laughs> you taste it and it's like sour like vinegar, you know? Um, they're, they're, it was, most of it was just how, you know, they just, they, they would lack of sanitation, you know? I feel like the thing about it, it, up to a certain point, like, um, you know, uh, up to a certain point, price matters. Yeah. But that point is probably not as high as most people think it is. I think they said if it goes over 80 bucks, you've wasted your money. That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't even know if I'd go that far. Yeah. I think it's probably, like, less than that. Because, honestly, I bought some wines for, like, $15, $20 that were really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, I'm no connoisseur or anything, but I'm just saying. Some of that shit's status, though, and prestige. Right. Well, and a lot of it is, like, packaging and, like, the way that it's perceived in the marketplace. Like, things like that. So, and, you know, companies pay a lot of money to be seen as a premium brand or something like that so they can get a premium price. That doesn't necessarily mean that it tastes $100 better than the next one down in the market. It probably doesn't. And, like, we've said that before. It's like, you know, a $500 bottle of wine. I'm like, there. I can't imagine... I can't imagine anything that would make me pay $500 for it. It can't be that good. It just can't. I can't imagine what it would mm. taste like that would make me pay five. Even if I could mm. afford it, which I can't. But even if I could, I'm like, how would that be? It would how would be, that be ten times better than a fifty dollar bottle? But there's just probably, there's no way. It would probably be dry. There's no way. It would be dry, and you probably wouldn't appreciate it. I mean, I remember hearing some shit where they would take these wine tasters and uh, blindfold them and give them fucking random wines, and they they really couldn't tell one wine from another. I mean, like some of the ones right. you might remember, but, uh, and you know, now that I've seen some of the shit that Gordon Ramsay did to people, probably true. They would fucking blindfold fucking chefs and fucking give them pork and ask them what that is. And they would go chicken. 
Yeah. I see. I and always wondered. They do yeah. this every season on Hell's Kitchen, if you don't yeah. watch it. Because I've been watching. Oh, shit. i got to watch the new one, actually. Because the new one's probably up. And I think it's the fi- it's the finale. But I might be too drunk to watch it tonight. I might have to watch it tomorrow. But um, every season, they do. And these are, like, you know, experienced chefs, right? Yeah. That he has on there. And he always does a blindfold taste test. And they almost always fuck yeah, it yeah, up. Like, a, a couple of them, I think on this last one, like, one or two people did pretty good. Yeah. But some of the people just got every single one wrong. And then, and these are supposed to be, like, people with really good palates. And then I'm kind of wondering, I wonder how I would do. Because it's, like, easy to sit at home and be like, how can you confuse, you know, a mango for a pineapple? Because well, those two things it. taste you, completely different. But it's like, when you're not seeing anything yeah. and... You, you know, maybe it. it wouldn't... You, right. The experience isn't taste alone. You've seen it. You know what it is. So you have expectations. Right. And then the expectations are fulfilled when you eat So it, it just goes to when show, like, see maybe it, how much your eyes Yeah, like. your eyes has a lot to do with it. So I kind of know what curious. to expect, And then you taste it, so you're confused now because you, you didn't know what to expect. I mean, they give that dude cheese, and they would go, what is that? And he goes, you know... You know, he's he's eating his, his butter or some shit like that. It's just like it'd be something. Totally and you're like, wrong. what? You're like, what? You know, or, yeah, he couldn't identify it. It was fucking cheese. Now, see, yeah. I will admit that like some of the stuff they give them would like probably be kind of hard yeah. because if you can't see and they can't hear or anything either. Yeah. And so, if you give them something, I always kind of feel like if you give them something that's like not that doesn't have a super strong flavor or a super strong texture, like the, for example, like he gave them like mushrooms. And I'm like, okay, that might be kind of hard because mushrooms, particularly if they're uncooked, which I think they were, they don't really taste like much of anything. Yeah, they have a specific texture, but other things have that texture too, like tofu or something like that. So it's like, I can see getting that wrong. Now, some of the things that they gave them, I was like, oh my God, there's no way they could fuck that up because it's like, it seems so distinctive. But, you know, something that doesn't have, that's very mild, like potato or something like that. I could see you fucking that up because that could be a lot of different things. But something that has a very distinctive flavor, but sometimes they still fuck it up. Oscar's in there saying that Jack Daniels sucks. Basic Jack Daniels, I don't like it. It's sour mash whiskey. I don't like it it straight. It's good with Coke. But I agree that Jameson is better. Yeah. Jameson's really good in coffee, actually. The thing is, though, I used to that, start my morning with that <laughs> back back in my degenerate days. <laughs> the thing is, though, is there's now just a bunch of different levels to Jack Daniels. They got some more premium versions of it that are really good, and uh, they have some flavored stuff too. Like they had one, I think it's like it's like almost like a red hot cinnamon or honey flavored or what is that? They do have a honey one. I, honey I like one. the honey one actually. Yeah. They have oh, an app, they have an apple one too. I think Jim Beam had a damn apple one. I thought it was fucking yeah. Great. Jim Beam has apple. Fucking really good. Yeah, Jim I like Beam that. Apple. I drink that straight. That's yeah. like, that's nice. Um, so and it, it's it's definitely artificially flavored, but it it doesn't matter. It's it's a drinking experience, and you didn't you didn't didn't cost you much, and it's quality. It's good. I mean, shit. There was some Brazilian shit that was low quality. We still drink it. You know that shit's rot gut. But, you know, so I have perspective. Um, Pretty much all those American brands are safe to drink. And the flavor is going to be pretty good. Fucking Mad Dog 2020. Tastes good. 
cheap ass. That's what I mean. Lot. You can even buy like cheap yeah. shit from like Seven yeah. Eleven, and that'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, it'll be drinkable. It'll be drinkable. Yeah, Mad Dog tastes great. Which, like I said, if you think <laughs> about wine, oh wine. Like <laughs> I said, watching these shows from like you know when they were yeah. just when particularly yeah. like when booze was like illegal or when they didn't really know how to make it or there yeah. wasn't really any good sanitation. It's like people were basically drinking just straight fucking alcohol that was like nothing was filtered out it's like they were using the same water that people pooped in it's like you know what i mean so people can piss and moan all they want about this is better than that but it's just kind of like any like our cheapest shit nowadays would be like a hundred times better than what they had (laughs) because it's like they're getting fucking dysentery just from drinking that crap this tablet i have in my hand the richest man in the world Howard Hughes, back in the 60s, didn't have access to this. That would have blown his fucking mind. Okay. Howard Hughes, one of the first men, had air conditioning in his house, in one of his houses. And that blew people's fucking minds. All right. Just, you take shit for granted. All right. Yeah. I could go back to the fucking 1300s and show this to the fucking Pope in Rome. All right. And they would have you killed. Well, they either that or just blow their fucking mind. Okay. Which? No, they were just tell them that no, I'm I'm God. You know. <laughs> Do you think they'd show be like, laser, oh, fair enough? Show them a laser beam or something. You know what I mean? Fucking. Yeah, you could get up to all kinds of And then the first one to talk shit, you blow his ass away with forty-five. You know what I mean? Fucking. And then they go, oh, I guess he is God. <laughs> oh yeah, shit! I struck him down just with my finger. Pow! <laughs> He's empty. Get him! Pow! Oh shit! Pow! 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 pow. Oh shit! <laughs> He is God. <laughs> See how fast he reloads? <laughs> yeah, you can get away with all kinds of shit. Get away with all kinds of shit. That's like pretty funny. Yeah. I would seriously, if I went back in a time machine in the Middle Ages, I'd, I'd get burned for a witch like within seconds, I'm sure. I don't think so. <laughs> it's, you showed up, especially, first of all, if you were to go back to that era, for your age 50, they would not believe you were 50. Well, I have, all my, teeth, have all, your teeth, all my hair, and you'd be clean, and, and, I'm clean. and the clothes. They would they would think that you were uh, they would think you were probably in your late twenties, your thirties, and they would also think that you were some kind of a noble, somebody with a lot of money. So they'd be scared of you. They'd probably be kneeling and shit. Ooh, I could probably work. They'd be that kneeling, oh shit, you know. I could work. That Who are you married to? You know, be calling you my lady and shit. Nice. And if you I just, get used to that. if they could understand what you were saying, you could probably say some shit to them and just blow their mind. You know, like, oh wow, you know. I don't think they'd attack. Because when you look at the witches, when you look at witches, it was it was usually some old woman, old hag, or somebody who was somebody's enemy, or you know. I don't know if they'd know what I was saying, man. Yeah. The way I talk. You could probably make yourself understood. You just t- you could tell me you were a foreigner. He's from Barcelona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. 88 said, David Lee Roth did a bluegrass version of Jump. Not sure what brought that on. You know what that reminded me of? Today, another song that they played for me at work was Dolly Parton covering Stairway to Heaven. Have you ever heard of that? No. It was actually quite awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of expecting it to be awesome because, hey, I like Dolly Parton and I like Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, it was, like, really cool. You should, like, look it up on YouTube. You'd probably dig it. Yeah. You'd like probably Dolly. dig it. I do, too. Yeah, she's awesome. Hot. 
So yeah, she's she's yeah, also pretty yeah, hot. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing, and it's I was just kind of like I'm surprised. I was like, how did I not know this existed? Because I like Dolly Parton stuff, but yeah, she did a cover of Stairway to Heaven, and it's actually quite cool. Um, Mr. Idiot said, by the way, um, I've not been on many live streams the past six months because my wife came home. Uh, on hospice in late August, I was her caregiver. She mm. passed away in December. Oh, I'm sorry to hear at that. At just 47. Wow. Today would have been our 27th anniversary. Un- unfortunate, man. Man, that is Terrible. like really sad. I'm really sorry. Mm. Well, it must have been cancer. I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, we've had. Yeah, he said, "Don't want to be a downer. Just want yeah. to let you know." Man, we've had. If it was cancer, yeah, cancer. We've had a bitch. good friends die of that. We've had, yeah. just in the past couple of yeah. years, we had two friends young. The young ones. One was 34, yeah. and the other one, I think, was 29. Yeah. Pretty girls. Yeah, died of cancer yeah. also. Pretty goth That's, girls. That's, like, terrible. Yeah, leukemia, he said. It's like blood bone marrow cancer, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Like, one of ours, yeah, she died, um, Kaylee died of uh, stomach cancer, yeah? Yeah, and it spread to her intestines and all of her. And Amber around. died of Amber um, had cancer all over her. I it thought she had uterine. like uterine. She had uterine. Started cancer. uterine and then it went everywhere else. Yeah, poor girl. Uh, young, like I said, and they were she pretty. Was in her twenties. Both of these girls were really pretty. And like I said, really young. So like, yeah. it sucks, man. That's yeah. got to be like some kind of fucking genetic thing, like dying that young. Well, like I said, I had an uncle that died of brain cancer, and he was only thirty-two. I think some of that uterine cancer can actually start from viruses like HPV and things like that. Some of them. That's why they're trying to, that's why they're doing the vaccination nowadays, but. Smells like honey, tastes like brine. My wife just came back from the hospital, got appendicitis at 75. Imagine that. Mm. You know, um, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I still have my appendix because a lot of people get them removed, right? Yeah, but you had to have an operation for that. Well, yeah, I know that. But you, just... you would know if you had an operation for that, right? Well, unless I was a kid. No. I, I feel it, like it... I knew some people that had it, like, done it. I still have my tonsils as well. I had mine removed. I know. I've had I don't most, think, most I don't people think it, had them. I don't think it does anything, though. I think it was some bullshit they just tried to sell people. I don't know. But like I said, I still got mine. Your insurance covered it. They just wanted that money. I guess. Take his tonsils out. He won't get as sick. Well, they're in there for a reason. Come on. Well, see, that's what I always kind of figured. Yeah. I was like, well, nature put that there. Yeah. I mean, or not, well, I'm not saying that it's like everything we yeah. have is for a reason because we have a lot of like leftover shit that doesn't do anything because, you know, we're just a collection of like I was circum- leftover shit. I was circumcised at birth. Just because well, that's what they did back well, then. Well, that's what they did. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about nowadays. Yeah. But <laughs> Pookie's running away. She's like, circumcision, <laughs> bye. But um, how about that? <laughs> she don't want to talk about it. <laughs> she doesn't know what that is. But, um, yeah, I actually didn't realize yeah. until, like, a few years ago that, yeah, they, I, I'm, I don't know if they ask you, but mm. I thought they just, like, default. Yeah, they did back in those days. Which is weird. Why? Well, you know, like, you'd think that, like, they'd give you the option. They just did it automatically. This I'm is, not this a is, fan. The, I don't, this, I don't really think they should do that. This is the explanation that I got. Is that, is that in that era? In that era, uh, the doctors were were, uh, were Jewish, or they came, or they were educated by Jewish professors, and that they just did that automatically, as it was health, and it also religion, because um, you know the the covenant is keeping up the covenant with uh, with God, 
and Jews and Christians worship the same God, so you just did it automatically. Well, I always heard, yeah, that, but I always heard, like, oh, it was cleaner, and then yeah. um, there was a the whole thing. Then so many people had it done that parents were worried that their kids would get made fun of if they didn't get it done because they look different than other kids at gym or whatever. And so it's like, oh, well, we better do it because we don't want our son to get made fun of. So then it became like a feedback loop. I don't know. I don't have any children. So so I don't know what the state of affairs is nowadays. But I just thought that was like always a weird thing to do. Because I feel like, you know, remember in the 80s when there was kind of like a, a fad for... If you had a baby girl, oh, let's pierce her ears while she's yeah. still a baby. I'm like, why yeah. the fuck would you do that? And it's like, that's kind of like a more minor version of circumstance. It's like, why would you just, like, oh, we had a baby, let's cut parts off of it. That's like, why would you do that? It's like, if they want to cut parts off later on, okay, fine. But it's like, it they, can't, make, they can't make that decision. It doesn't make any difference, though, you know, being born being I mean, born it doesn't, way. but... It, 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 being born, you know... That way, I didn't know any different than, of course, you know, I have sex. I enjoy it. it didn't, right. It didn't, doesn't. Uh, yeah, you don't know any no, different. But no, I'm just saying know. it just seems like a weird thing to do. Like, I just feel like if I'd ever had a kid, like, that was a little boy, I'd be like, yeah, I would. I don't know. I just think I'd rather not. I'm like, let's just not cut into the kid. Okay? Just as, as little as possible. I think it was. I think it was it just. seems strange. I think today. it had to do with, with, with the original covenant. Uh, I well, I know that, it did. That, I know yeah, that's where it what, came from. But I'm just saying that they assumed, or they believed, that because it was in the in in, in the covenant that, and it it maybe would avoid some infections by doing that. That it was God's wisdom. So yeah, that's what you do. Right, but you know, that's just you know. Yeah, but like I said, coming from coming from somebody who was not raised religiously and yeah. religion doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I'm just kind of like, well, from a practical standpoint, it's like, I don't really want to have a baby and then just have him like cut pieces off. Here's of the him. trip though. God, for in his, no reason. God in his wisdom tells you to remove his foreskin. Or for foreskin. an imaginary reason. Okay. God in his wisdom tells you to remove your foreskin that way to avoid infections and to prove your loyalty. Okay. <laughs> but for some reason just doesn't have you born without the foreskin <laughs> well see that was what always bothered me it's like well if he didn't want you to have it why do you have it then it's that's added what protection that's what I'm saying this yeah. shit doesn't make any sense you're gonna me. lose some sensitivity I'm you, like the I'm like but, the, the shit is there like I said not every prevents you from being a one minute wonder <laughs> I mean not everything on your body has a purpose okay we do have like yeah. vestigial like organs and things like that because like I said we're kind of a kludge together uh, you know conglomeration of like our past ancestry going back to the animal kingdom and beyond so it's like we have a bunch of shit left over that doesn't do shit I get that but I'm just kind of like I, I'm a big advocate of like let's just leave it there Unless, if something goes wrong with it, then we'll deal with it down the line. But it's like, let's not just have her pop right out to, you know, have him pop right out to womb and start, like, chopping pieces off. It just seems a little bizarre to me, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, no shade if, like, you you, you want to do that. I'm just saying that, because that's your decision, I suppose. But, I, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Because, like I said, I wasn't raised religious, and it's like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, Mr. 88 said about his wife, she was a superstar. She's getting permanent memorials at the middle school she taught at, the university she got her doctorate at, and the hospital she worked at. Holy mm. shit. That's awesome. I mean, you know, 
I feel really bad about, but you know, that is awesome that it's like she's gonna be remembered like that. So How long has the show been going on? Uh wow, two hours and fifty minutes. I had that three hours. I can't ago. believe I held out for this yeah. long. Well um, once I started drinking I felt better. Yeah. Yeah. What time is it? Uh ten sixteen. Okay. I mean, I feel okay. I'm just really tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just really tired because I woke up really early. I, for some reason, I wake up, technically, I have to leave to get to work on time about quarter to seven, you know, just to be on the safe side. Um, But for some reason, I always wake up at like 4.30, because I'm like, oh, well, if I get up early, then I'll have time to, like, get ready and, like, do some work and shit, like, before leaving, before I leave. And I'll have plenty of time so I can just, like, I don't have to rush. Because I hate having to rush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always, like, wake up at fucking 4.30. So, I don't know. So at least tomorrow I can fucking sleep in. But I'm sure I probably won't. I'm sure I'll probably wake up at fucking 6 or 7 a.m. Just, like, always and be like, doink. Which sucks. All right, let's go ahead and shut it down, Jim. You gonna shut it down? Yeah, go ahead and shut it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna go have some little debbies. Yeah. And watch the rest of that show, I guess. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll probably like put that show on and then fall asleep in like ten minutes because I'm probably like gonna get really tired. Uh, yeah. Oscar said, "Shut this bee down." Yeah, I'm actually really glad that we went this long because I was having a good time. But you know what I mean. All right, so we will be back on. We'll do a show on Sunday. Because, like I said, we were supposed to do a movie review about Gattaca because we watched it, but we haven't done the review yet. So we should do that on Sunday. And then we'll get to these ones, too. Like, in it might not be Tuesday, but it might be, like, the following week. You know what I mean? But we'll get to them uh, as soon as possible. So thank you very much, Louie, if you're still here, for sending them to us. Right? Yeah, I'm going to get on them. Yeah, we'll watch them. Yeah. We'll watch them. But we got to do Gattaca first because yeah. we've already like uh, watched that and mm-hmm. I already got notes for that and everything like that. So we'll probably do that on Sunday. So we'll see you guys again on Sunday. Thank you everybody for dropping by. Thanks for super chats. Remember to like and share and all of that other and comment too because that's uh, that also helps as well. Uh, so yeah, we will see you guys again on Sunday. Good night.